What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time of week again. I'm Wayne, as always, joined by Paul. I don't know why I did that. Uh, that's fine. I, I don't care. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about uh, some, uh, some, some media stuff, because this is the Media Clash podcast, and we are going to talk about some video games, some movies, some TV, stuff like that, like we always do. Um... So in the past couple of weeks, uh, I have been uh, just playing back through Midnight Suns. I just started a new game. Because um, there's a glitch that the DLC characters just show up unlocked in your new game plus. You don't have to unlock them. You don't have to play through the story. They just show up unlocked. And that was quite annoying. So I just started a new uh, game. Uh, I've been playing some... F122. Uh, nothing else, really. Uh, it's been Mardi Gras time, so I have been destroying myself at work uh, to get crap done. And I'm still dealing with crap for the league, so it is that it, that is what it is. Uh, and I've been watching Night Court, like I talked about last week. Like I said, not much has changed since last week. Yeah. Um, Mardi Gras has been... Yeah, Mardi Gras is just, like, I hate Mardi Gras. Yeah. I hate it almost as much as I hate professional sports. Um, and then today I watched the first episode of Drive to Survive Season 5 uh, on Netflix. It's the behind the scenes for the F1. For F1. Yeah. Um, and then the F1 season starts next weekend. So it'll give me something to do while I'm at work. No, I'll be able to watch it during the day on the weekend and I'll be able to watch practice and stuff at work. Mm. Cause, uh, like the first couple of races are like in the middle East. So it's like middle of the night hour, Tom. So I just watch it, the replay during the day. Um, like you because of Mardi Gras. Um, had no time to do anything because of work. Yeah, no, it sucks being in industries that yeah. explode during Mardi Gras home. Working at a restaurant in the city uh, during Mardi Gras sucks, but they... Um, I mean, I literally had people wanting us to go downtown on Mardi Gras day to bring them scrap. I'm like, are you out of your mind to think that I'm going to get any delivery vehicle... Yeah. To you on Mardi like, even on Lundy Gras. Like, no. There was a Sunday, there was a real bad accident apparently on the interstate. And like traffic was like a parking lot because yeah, of I yeah, I don't like know. going to the. Uh, oh, no, wait, was that an accident or was it a shooting? I think I it might have been a shooting Sunday. The Bacchus. No, 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 on the interstate. I know there was a... Oh, uh, there was a shooting on the interstate? Yeah, I think there w- there's been a couple lately. Oh. Oh, um, yeah, they've, motherfuckers just shoot at each other on I-10. So, um, like, getting home was easy, because where I'm at, I could just jump on the interstate, head to Metairie, jump on the 610 split, and take the 610 mm-hmm. to, to Franklin, and boom, I'm home. 
I do remember, like, back in the day, one of the, when I had my a vet originally when I was in my early 20s, the best day to go driving on the interstate was Mardi Gras Day. Because it was empty. Yeah. You could fly and not see another... Like, you would not see another car. There's new cops around because they're on the fucking Metairie Parade route or the Orleans Parade routes. And especially now with state troopers backing up NOPD, like, pfft, nothing. The one thing I miss about um, working on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras is sitting on the balcony before work and watching the Angola prison guards. Clean. Like, just wreck motherfuckers <laughs> just for looking at them stupid. That was always the funniest thing. I'm sure they don't even allow them to do that anymore. Nope, probably not. No. Um, so, I haven't really watched anything. I've been playing a lot of games because a lot of games came out this past week, week and a half. Um I got farther into Hogwarts Legacy, um, which is actually a fun game. I, I know nothing about Harry Potter, that universe. Don't really care about it, but there was nothing to play at the time. So um, it's actually quite fun. Like if you want a game, if you like RPGs and you like wasting hun- over 100 hours doing stuff, this is this is your game. Between all the collectibles and side missions and you get the broom, you haul ass on that map. I mean, it is a quintessential Western RPG, I think. Yeah. Which are basically just open world collect-a-thons, your Far Cries, your Assassin's Creeds. Yeah, definitely that that mold. Um, and then Like a Dragon Ishin came out. And it's a remake of the game that came out, I think, in 2016. This game came out between Yakuza 0 and Yakuza 6. So it has that Zero, the Dragon Engine. It's like one of the first Dragon Engine games. Mm -hmm. And so um, it takes place in feudal Japan, 1868, I think it was, right before like the big revolution, right before... Um, from what I've heard when American ships pulled up to Japan and started shooting cannons at the, the dock saying, Hey, if you don't let us in, we're going to force ourselves in. Was it us? I thought there was the Dutch. No, the Dutch came first. The Dutch came in like the 1600s. They mm-hmm. were, they were nice. They're the Dutch. Fucking Tommy Lee and all them. That's what the, the, the babies are. We found out what kind of chickens they were. They're Dutch bantams. They're getting no bigger than that. Oh, well, they're not eating chickens. No. They're crazy run around. Looks like fucking road runners, like real road runners. Yeah, they literally, because they're built, they look, they, you know, if those were, if they were purple. You drive home around 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock on... Teresa showed me the, the by the bridge. She took a picture of them. Dude, I seen the block before the bridge... There was like six of them. Then I got to the bridge, the foot of the bridge, and there was like another five or six of them there. She took, she showed me pictures like two roosters and like a, a gang of hens. Yeah. So people buy them, don't know how to take care of them, so they just let them go. Mm-hmm. Oh, some crazy voodoo person was. Myra's so great. She takes care of herself. Trained her how to use a dog door. She uses a dog door to go in and out to lay her egg. No problem. <laughs> um. So every character in this game is 
based on a real person during this time period. It's loosely based on real history. Mm-hmm. The rebellion, some major rebellion that happened. And um, they just took the characters like Kiru is the main character. But he's not known as Kiru. Like he's named after the original person. I mean, they just basically, they look like the modern characters, but they're... The Yakuza games, they took those characters and they moved them in. It's like, all right, this person... It's basically like if they were just taking the, the cast of the Yakuza and... Yeah. Here. And they do deep... Do this period piece. They do deep dives because it's like people from Zero is in mm-hmm. it. People I don't remember from like five or six and all these other games um, are in this. Like it's and it looks amazing too. Like it looks great for uh, like rebuilding it and like um, the graphics and stuff like that. Um, it's a Yakuza game. Like it's straight up a Yakuza game. Mm-hmm. It's got four different styles. Either you can play with your fist, just punching people. You can use a sword, you can use a gun, or you can use a sword and a gun. So you can switch on the fly between four different okay. styles. Or you can just play the whole game. The whole game play in one style. And you there's like a little tree that you put orbs mm-hmm. for different um, abilities for different styles. And then you can just fucking just max out one style and just play that one style throughout the whole game if you wanted to um they added so much stuff you can do fishing farming like um i see that's another reason why i haven't gotten into those new like i just do that like i would never progress any further that's like that's like go uh ghost of shishima i'm just like trying to find like the things that like unlock armor and i'm like that's the problem with never progress any further in the story that's the problem with hogwarts <laughs> i'm like doing all the sides st- i've done like five of the main mission i'm like level 20 mid 20s right now and i have like really good loot and armor uh cloaks and necklace uh glasses and all this all stuff that mm-hmm. random loot and so um at one point you can learn the dark arts and you can do the light, dark wizard. So you you, you basically pick your path, mm-hmm. what you want to do. Um, dark arts. There's like one spell. It's a one hit kill on anything. Because I went to a battle. Because I once you get the broom, I was just flying everywhere to unlock the map. Mm-hmm. All the different stuff, and I found a a battle arena in the dark woods, whatever it's called, and it had a an arena in there so i did the arena and it took away all my like because there's four uh spells you can you can use you can in, change in and out and a um every arena randomly gives you four spells and he gave this was the dark arts spells so i'm like all right so i hit somebody with the fucking the skull one kill this giant troll in one hit and i'm like oh this is fun there's one you can control their mind and they'll fight with you against mm-hmm. enemies and stuff like that and then they'll kill themselves. Um, shit like that. And it makes us like, ooh, I really want to be a fucking dark arts person because of how powerful you can be by doing this. Um, and then, like a dragon, 
all I'm doing is like farming, fishing, building up. There's chicken racing, so you can do chicken racing. <laughs> um, it's the typical stuff like in the past Yakuza games. Um, Mahjong is in it. Poker. Um, their version of chess. I forgot what it's called. Chingo or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember how it's pronounced. Um, and like, like that, I'm on chapter four. I've already put like, I don't know how many out, like 12 hours, 13 hours doing nothing, doing all the side stuff, getting all the XP, like building up my character way more overpowered than he should be Mm -hmm. by chapter four. Um, but it's really good. Like it's a if you like the Yakuza games and like a dragon, it's worth. It kind of gets you by until June, I think May or June is when like a dragon Ishin, uh, like a dragon Gaiden comes out, which is tells the story of what happened to Kiru be, between uh, six and like a dragon seven. Um, and then. Like two days later, um, Atomic Heart came out. It was on Game Pass. It's free for Xbox users. And um, it's basically what if Bioshock was in Russia during the 1950s. Mainly Bioshock Infinite. Mm -hmm. It's, It's basically Bioshock Infinite. Minus the racism, and you just put communism <laughs> in Russian. And unlike Bioshock Infinite, this game has bad writing <laughs> and very bad voice acting, like the line deliveries and stuff like that. And when you got to figure, its first its its first language isn't English. It's rushing. It's a Russian-made game. Yes. Main guy doesn't even have a Russian accent when well, he speaks I guess English. What I'm it's it's the the translation and the, the English voice yeah. acting is what's off. So it's basically it's the most generic story. You live in this utopia, fucking communist wonderland where the, yeah, the robots never exist. <laughs> yeah, it takes place in it's like the alternate history, 1950s. Of it more geared to like the scientist made all these advances mm. in technology, especially robots. So robots basically do everything for you. And it's going to get to that point where you don't have to do anything. The robots are going to do everything for you. You can just sit at home and do your work there and the robots will take care of the rest. And of course the robots rebel rebel. Like somebody reprogram like the major, uh, the top scientist programmer, supposedly is a traitor, quote unquote, which I'm sure is not the case. Once you get into this deeper into the story, and um, they start killing people. So you're like some special ops person who goes in has to find this lead programmer guy. And capture him because he's the only guy who knows how to turn off the the robots from killing people. Um, the game looks 
fucking amazing. Like this game looks beautiful playing. Kind of like the first time you play Bioshock Infinite, which is a prime example because I think the same p- team that made the Bioshock games made this game. Mm-mm. Um, no, Mm-mm. it's made in that style, but it's not the same because Bioshock Infinite was an American team. Oh, maybe American it was company. Judas. Is Judas the game the fucking Bioshock team is making? Oh, yes. Ken uh, Ken Levine is making a game called Judas. Yes. Is it Ken Levine? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then everybody has this weird fetish about the twins. And I don't know. The only thing I've heard is like Ukraine wants Sony and Microsoft and Steam to ban it. Oh, because it's Russian. Because it's, it's Russian property. Like I don't know. Mm. And it's a. But then I think it comes down to because it's a Russian team, so the money's going. Oh, uh, to a Russian. To you know, and, and like anything, the Russian government is getting money out of it. What? What doesn't? fucking go back to russia somehow um i guess a good example like you take bioshock infinite and you take that game prey the one Mm -hmm. that took on that took place on the moon you combine that together that's basically what this game is um it's a first person shooter you have bioshock like elements so you can shock people you got a special glove Mm -hmm. that that talks to you and you talk back to it and it's like some newer like 2.0 prototype so that's why you like more advanced than everybody else gloves and you can hack stuff you can you got telekinesis how awesome would it be if that game ended with like the dude he just wakes up and he's in like this communist hellhole mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all just a fever dream <laughs> so like, all, everybody who's bitching about the game be like no brother the moral of the story is the dude was dreaming he wakes up and he's communist in- doesn't work communism doesn't work he wakes up and he's in rapture. He's there's always a man, there's always a girl, there's always a lighthouse. Yeah. Um. God, those games are so fun. I love those games so I much. Play, I'm, I'm not a an to, FPS person to the point where I'm like, I'm literally, I don't know if I'm gonna buy Lightfall right away. Like I barely played the last season. Hmm. and it's it, of destiny and i'm like all the characters that i gave a damn about in the story like are all dying off like they killed Cade, now they killed rasputin they got rid of the factions i'm like uh don't know nothing about fucking destiny Dude, it's the, the new trailer looks pretty awesome though the fucking the traveler shoots some fucking beam out of it because the last season ended with he takes off from the city and he's in outer space and either <clears throat> Aramis is going to use all of Rasputin satellites to, to like fucking annihilate him and Rasputin like sacrifices himself to like delete himself, which then shuts down and destroys all the satellites mm. and the travel is out in like in orbit instead of above the city. And then the launch trailer for Lightfall, the fucking black pyramid fleet is like around earth and is like fucking dog fights and shit in orbit and crap. And at one point you just see like the fucking travel, like a fucking death star fucking or like he, like it just opens and like just a beam of fucking white light comes shooting out of it. So, I mean, the story has always been good. It's just the gameplay is at this point is so tedious. Like I don't need, that's what keeps me from playing. 
Like, I don't feel like doing the same shit over and over and over again mm. to, like, get what essentially is window dressing. Like, I have my guns I use. I have my armor that I use. I don't, you know. Um, They do just need to end it and give us a Destiny 3 and change the fucking game up. Oh, they're going to be... They're gonna milk this like fucking Grand Theft Auto. No, 6. I think no, no, no. I think I think after Lightfall we're gonna get a Destiny three because I'm assuming after Lightfall, like they're not gonna be on Earth anymore. So the game's gonna have to change. Um, Sony did a state of play yesterday. Oh my god! Suicide Squad kills the Justice League looks so horrible. It's from what I never I I watched. When I got home, I watched the um, everybody's the video. got a jetpack and they all shoot guns. Yeah, so I talked to my friend in Texas, and because he called me and told me I didn't had no idea the state of play mm-hmm. was going on, and he's like, "Yeah, so basically, Suicide Squad is cracked down." Yeah, they're like everybody's like, "Oh, didn't they learn their lessons from Avengers?" Like, dude, you know how long they've been working on this game? When they started working on this game, games as a service was a new thing. Yeah. So basically, it's a, um, it's like the Avengers game. Yeah, like it, it just looks a, better. Yeah, and um, I did like the ending, like that the cutscene mm-hmm. trailer that they were doing. That's what I'm, I mean, I'm the, sure the story is going to be Diana. Good. Yeah, Diana takes the Flash, wraps him in the lasso yeah. because he's under Brainiac's control, and he basically like how. How do we stop this? It's like, you, kill us. you, you have kill to us. kill us all. There's so that's no... what I'm saying. Like, it, the story looks like it's good. And at one point, they chop off his finger. His finger got cut off by Boomerang in the last... The last trailer. Trailer. Yeah. Because he was unconscious, and he's like trying to hold him up on the wall, but he's got his boomerang in his hand. Yeah. So when he like, pushes him up, like... It, his, his hand... His hand goes down and it fucking slices his finger off. I mean, we got to buy the game because we got to support fucking Samoa Joe. He's King Shark. Oh, he's a mocap for King Shark? Yeah, he's also the voice, I think. Also. Oh, okay. I think, maybe. Yeah, no, that's why, you know, I, I'm kind of looking forward to Twisted Metal. Um, The VR, I had no idea, $600. Mm-hmm. Because it's all, like, whereas <clears throat> VR1 was, like, tethered, I don't think this one's going to be... This one has one wire. Yeah. Uh, it's not, like, four, I think, my friend told me, the original one had. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this one's got, like, the external processing brick. Yeah. It's all actually in the headset. Um, I mean, if you buy a, 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 a VR headset, you're, like, you're competing with Oculus, which is just as expensive. It's supposedly you don't have the, like the PlayStation. You don't need the camera. Move. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, controllers. You, you're gonna have actual controllers. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna need the camera. From what I've heard, certain games are like holy shit moments. That's what I'm saying. As long as they're like legit games, um, then I, I think it's kind of worth it. Like if it's just like VR, the first VR just had like a bunch of like experiences there was no like legit triple a games yeah the beat saber was always the number one selling game that looks fun on playstation yeah 
Looks VR, like for VR. Get a nice workout. With yeah, that like game. it was like this one is supposed to have legit games. There's going to be like a legit like uh, Horizon game. So Horizon's supposed to look amazing. Um, Brad Shoemaker from Nextlander and uh, Giant Bomb basically said within the first ten minutes of playing No Man's Sky he probably say, holy shit. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm assuming, like, I haven't played it since they did, because they did a PS5 update and all that shit to it, and it's just, I'm like, I'm like, eh, I, like, I don't need to down, re-download this, look, but supposedly it looks fucking amazing now. Yeah. Like, graphically. I know they've been adding stuff to it since, and, I mean, I played the shit out of that game when it first came out. They added a ton of stuff. Yeah. And that's, like, but that's what, a, like, a platform w- should be. Like, you can just keep adding to it. It's like a quintessential, like, this is a platform for stuff, not just a game. Because I think it won Best, basically, Comeback of the Year mm-hmm. um, award at the Video Game Awards, I think. A couple of years ago when they relaunched. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4 got a whole bunch of trailers. And um, the demo is supposed to be coming out soon for it and there's going to be mercenaries mode and um something else but apparently that looks great and then the uh dice awards was last night uh elden ring won game of the year it won best basically rpg or Dark Souls like game. Uh God of War won best adventure game, I think it was. The category. Mm-hmm. Chris Judge won best voice actor. He promised to keep it short as soon as he got up there. Um Vampire Survivor won best strategy game, I think it was. Everybody loves that like that game like fucking blew up i don't know i've never heard of it i'd have to go look it up um it won a ton of awards at the video game awards too <clears throat> but it is mainly like all i seen was like elden ring and i mean elden ring for like i barely got into it but it is really good like if i had the patience yeah it would be an amazing game i don't i, I would rather that be I just like the fact that you go into the world and you have nothing. Like, no indicators or whatever. I mean, it's every fucking but it, Dark but, Souls game. But what I'm saying is, like, this is, like, a mad... Like, this is bigger than every other Dark Souls game. Yeah. Like, give me a Division game like this where I wander into an apartment and I get a clue and I have to follow it that way without any indicators. Yeah, I would be all over that. Because then... As long as the city is like every, like all these rooms, you can go in the fucking apartments and, you know, but that would be a, ma- like, that would be a massive fucking memory fucking Supposedly sink. what the Matrix Online was supposed to be. Yeah. Every building you can go in. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like they, that new Division game that's coming out, I think is, uh, uh, I mean, I think it's like a survival battle royal, but it's got a single, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I, I signed up for like the beta when it comes out. And I usually get Ubisoft betas when I sign up for them. Hmm. Um, yeah, basically Elden Ring and God of War was like flip-flopping on 
win like I think God of War won best art direction, best story. Which the story w- wasn't very good. Um So yeah. The only thing I watched was The Last of Us that uh the latest episode that came out Sunday uh which is very good. Next week this coming episode is going to be the flashback DLC episode. How Ellie got bitten. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. I'm I'm surprised the internet hasn't thrown an uproar about the uh the feminine hygiene products in the last episode. Yeah. Like they they they're up in arms about everything else, but not the not that I'm like y'all y'all are hilarious that, what y'all will and won't complain about. The scene in the bedroom with the diary and Joel walks in mm-hmm. that was literally almost word for word from the game. <laughs> um, but next week Mandalorian comes back next Wednesday. Does it? Yeah, March first. So that might have been, you know what? That might have been why they double booked, uh, not this week, but last week they put up two episodes of, uh, bad batch. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, okay, are they going on break or whatever? But then like the next week there was just a single episode. So I mean, I've been watching that show every week. It is kind of like, I get it. They're doing episodes that are like character building and you know, I do kind of want them just to get to the fucking clone rebellion. Like, cause clearly that something like that's got to be coming up. They, um, Palpatine was hilarious cause it's Palpatine basically played the fucking Senate again, the way he played Jar Jar. So he had this dude in control, in charge of like the human recruitment, like the, the conscription that turned all the fucking clones and the stormtroopers. Well, in the stormtroopers are just people in the empire who joined the military so he had this guy in charge of that program to like see if it'll work, see if it's feasible. They fucking destroy Camino. Like this dude goes to fucking Camino and he gets the fucking clones to destroy their own home because they fucking just follow orders. So they destroy the fucking Camino and then they fucking lie about it and say, oh, it was a really bad storms that destroyed the, the, the cities. And so basically a couple of clones are just starting to have fucking, they're all having like, I love it when they show the clones just in normal life. They're like a clone bar. And there's like these two clones that are just sitting there at a bar and like, they can't deal with like one of them just cannot deal with the fact that like we blew up our home. And the other one's like, we were following orders. Like, no, we can't like we. And so now it's leading into like them questioning order 66 and, like, all these... Rex is, like, getting these clones that are starting to question everything out. He goes and gets them out. So, it comes down to it. They're trying to pass a bill in the Senate to... Now that Camino's destroyed and they can't make any more clones, they want to go full wide with the conscription program. And this senator's like, well, we need to take care of the clones and yada, yada, yada. And they find the evidence of the Empire destroying... Camino. Uh, Camino. And Palpatine basically like throws that dude under the bus and goes, This is why we need conscripts because the clones will just follow orders without question. And we can't have that because we'll have another one rogue uh, officer can destroy an entire planet. 
Like basically just fucking through like I'm like that's some good writing. Like he just fucking mm. under the fucking bus. That dude's like freaking like what you told me. He's like fucking getting arrested and shit and like pulled out of the Senate. I'm like old palps. Fucking. He can't use Jedi mind trick and just make him force confess like he did it all himself. I think what it, I mean, it, it comes across way more because he gets. Like, they literally, in the Senate, they show, like, video of the fucking, the Star Destroyers, like, fucking attacking and shit. Yeah. And then fucking Palpatine rises from the fucking bottom and fucking, like, alarm going all, like, he's a big fucking deal. The Emperor's fucking coming into the Senate chamber and shit. That was a big show. But it fucking, like, that fucking, Mm. that's, those politicians are stupid. But it shows, like, in, how in Andor, like, you had politicians just were, like, they're too scared. Yeah, well, or the ones that would just fell for everything, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. I'm gonna try to see Cocaine Bear this weekend. Um, Jeremy didn't like it. I haven't. I like him and Dan's fucking reviews for Ant Man. I'm like, I can't. I don't know that I can like. Like he liked it. Dan likes it, but he's like, oh, it's not. I'm like, I don't know who Dan is. Dan but Merle. Like, Jeremy, no, Jeremy's like, it's a good time if you're drunk, which is not a. Oh, was that his? Yeah. Oh. Like, that, I don't consider that a, a, a. Like, I didn't watch his spoiler review to see what his nitpicks were, but I'm like, it's not a bad fucking. Like, I don't understand the. I do not understand the criticisms of that movie. I've seen some people hesitant about Cocaine Bear, like, after you watch the trailer and they're like, Man, I'm getting. Somebody said it's like, man, I'm getting some snakes on a plane type vibe with this movie. Dude, what's her face said? She's making a, a horror movie with comedy, like with a comedy in it. Yeah. So it's not it's not intended to be serious. Like from what I like, I watched the uh, I saw a little thing because what's her face is directing it. Um, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, and she's like, when it's scary and it's terrifying, like it is, like it's scary and terrifying. When the like, but otherwise, it's a fucking comedy. Like, it's a fucking comedic fuck. It, like, as legit of story as it is, it is a fucking funny situation. This fucking bear in real life consumed a shit ton of coke. Yeah, loosely based on... I mean, the coke... The bear fucking died soon after he ingested the coke, but... Uh, but again, like... <laughs> what if he didn't? What, or it's what if... What, what happened in... The, like, we don't know how long he was alive. Like, you know, this shit could have... Like, he could have yeah. went on a fucking bender. <laughs> He could have uh, went on a coke-fueled rage. Let's make a fucking horror movie and comedy out of it. Yeah. Like, this is what the great 80s fucking movies were. And you got to support... This is Ray Liotta's last movie, I think. Probably so, yeah. Probably. Oh, uh, no, no. Is- actually, no. Whatever he was filming at the time of his death in Costa Rica, I think oh, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. That I would mean, be his last. Whatever. Like, dude, the cast is... It's got a pretty fucking good cast in it. O'Shea Jackson's in it. Um, the guy from the the guy from the Wire and Treme and all that. That's from here. Oh God, he's great in everything. Like I love yeah. him in fucking Wendell, Jack Ryan. Wendell Pierce. Pierce. Yeah, dude, I love him in Jack Ryan. Um, he is great in Jack Ryan. I see Carrie Russell's in it as the mom with dude, the lost kids. This is a dude I saw. Like I haven't his his fucking Instagram videos and shit haven't showed up in my feed in a while. But he was. He would do videos on like 
workplaces, like, why are you doing this? And he'd get all serious, like, well, then fucking leave. Mm. <laughs> like, what you want to tell a motherfucker that's complaining? He's in it, like, it's got a really good cast. And it's probably going to be, again, all the great movies of the 80s that we look back on fondly are kind of bad. Like, so don't tell me, like, this is one of those movies, like, people will then shit on it and then complain there's nothing original and they don't make movies like they used to. Like, though, this is literally a movie like they used to. Just like Snakes on a Plane, as stupid as it was, was a movie like they used to make. I didn't watch it. Deep Blue Sea. I did watch that. As, I mean, and that wasn't that bad of a movie. No. The it's, Samuel L. Jackson bit was a little over the top, but the, all those old movies like that would have that one thing for the, the big laugh. Mainly a lot of those films make the money it does simply because of the trailer. Yeah. Um, you put all the fucking over the top shit in a trailer to get people hooked. Like Cocaine Bear. Or snakes on a plane. You just have Samuel L. Jackson yelling. Snakes on a plane had great had great marketing though too. That fucking phone line, you phone number you could call. It was it was great. Uh. Uh. Also, this week you had um two great trailers come out that I'm very excited. I only watched. I didn't get to fully watch the one you sent me today. Um, it did look because I'm like, oh, it's a period. It's like, it old when it starts. I'm like, oh, it's an old west period piece. And then I saw the Nazis. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I didn't get to watch it with the sound, even the bit I did watch with the sound on. Okay, so, so I'm like, what the? Because I'm like, I work and I'm dealing <clears throat> with like three people. I'm like looking at. It, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So there's a movie in May's going to be a very good month because I think this comes out in May too. Um. It's called Shishu, S-I-S-U. It's, it's the lead actor's name. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's basically this Finnish, Finnish mm-hmm. person um, is digging for gold. He finds this massive, massive chunk vein. of gold. And he um, digs it out. And the little caption comes up, 536 miles to the next the, bank. Yeah. So he's on horseback, got his dog, looks like a little poodle. Like one yeah, it's of the- like a, it's not a flu, it's not a, a prissy poodle, it's just one of those like, it might not even be a poodle, it might be called something else. It's some a kind of doodle, terrier. doodle, ah, fuck, what's it called? Labradoodle? That, Labradoodle, no? I mean, it's got like the tight curl, but it's not one you would shave, so. Okay, it's, a, I'm guessing it's a Finnish, whatever yeah. Finnish, like something from Finland. So anyway, so the guy's going down, and then you don't know it's a 1944 fucking time. Uh, because period. it looks like an old, it looks like a western. Yeah, western. All could be fucking present day. And then here comes the Nazis the opposite way. They stop him. They take him off his horse. They check his property. Oh my God! Look at all this gold. And this is 19. This is 1944. So this is like towards the end of the fucking. Yeah. We're on. Yeah, because there's not the troops look like fucking haggard as hell. Oh yeah, and so um, they're like, "Holy shit, we found all this gold. We're gonna keep it." 
and we're going to just murder this dude and be on our way. Nope, because this is made by the guys who, the team that made John Wick, meaning I'm guessing this is the stunt people. Mm-hmm. This is like Nobody or um, the Mads Mikkelsen movie that we watched. Uh, Riders of Justice. Rider, is it Riders of Justice? Yeah, Riders of Justice. Yeah. And um, which really did not have that much. I love that movie though. It's a great movie. It's so good. Mads Mikkelsen was so good in that oh, movie. Because some little bitch wanted a fucking bike. This yeah. is literally the entire reason that movie took place because some little girl wanted a fucking bicycle. A blue a bicycle. A blue bicycle. And so um, the Nazi is about to execute him and he just literally fucking comes around with a with his knife. Puts right it through that motherfucker's head. Right <laughs> through his head. Like the fucking arrow that you put mm. on that looked like he got shot through the, an arrow. The, the, what's his face? Um... Steve Martin. Yes, the Steve Martin arrow through the head gag. So he murdered. He murks all these people. So as the trailer, it's just him killing people. This is what the trailer is. At one point, there's this fog. It's like the uh, it was a fog of war. Nazi people can't see what's going on. So the lone fucking person's walking um, ahead of the rest of the Nazi people. Like he's the unfortunate <laughs> sacrificial lamb who's going into Take the point. So right before he gets to the fog, this you see this thing coming across the sky about to hit him. The motherfucker threw a landmine at the Nazi dude, hits him dead <laughs> in the face, blows him up instantly. See, that's the kind of great shit you get when you let stunt and action people just it's, make a movie. <laughs> it's like the easiest concept. It's literally John Wick. You fucking mo- you mess with the wrong guy. The guy just wanted to be alone, just wanted to do his own thing. But you had to fucking. That's why I'm all for button. like John Wick, nobody. And if this movie's like this, like this is like a prequel. This is his fucking ancestor, like um, John Wick's grandpa or something. Like, like yeah, that. this is some like it all like I. You connect all this in yep, this fucking universe, all of them, like we did with nobody. Mm-hmm. How that, how. Because he was a clean like so he was just a clean like he wasn't an assassin he was a fucking, a cleanup specialist. Yeah, like he went in after the fact, and so you send like nobody is a prequel to John Wick. John Wick gets sent in because he's still an assassin dude to kill fucking Odenkirk's character, mm-hmm. and then they get fucking played like the Russian. I forgot how we fucking map this out, and then he falls in love with the girl. He can't. He can't. Um, how's it? No, he gets double crossed by the Russians. John Wick, and then him and Bob Unkirk team up, and then afterwards, that's when he meets the fucking his wife, and they, they end up getting married, and she dies, and he he retires. So you can have this dude as the grandpa who came to America to get away from the. Mm-hmm. And um, so Christopher, uh, not Christopher, yeah, Christopher Lloyd could be somehow tied into this too, because he's the one who trained Bob Unkirk. And the Rizzo. So, I mean, you could literally have Christopher Lloyd be this dude's son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could. Because, I mean, you would Technically, have to- no. So, because you didn't hear with the sound, they kind of, like, there's these girls, who's I'm guessing is Nazi uh, prisoners. 
and um, they basically they do voiceover work telling you his backstory. It's like, listen, this dude was a Finnish um, special ops. He is a badass motherfucker. Well, the Nazis came to his town, murdered everybody, set the whole town ablaze, killed his family. So now he's just wandering alone by himself. He could still have gotten busy. at some, He could still get busy at some point after the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about my dad about Degeneration Sunday. And technically, like I go by Gen X. I'm the last year. Of, I was born in 1980. So I'm the last year of a Generation X. And technically, if you go by years, my dad's also Generation X. Because he would be 1961. But, technically, if you want to go by generation to generation, my dad would be considered a boomer because he is the direct child of a World War II vet. So, he is the child of the silent generation, which would make him a boomer, which would then make me Gen X. Technically, would make my sister, if you were to go in order... Generation Y. Generation X, because she would still be, we would still be the, gener- like, greatest generation boomer, Gen X, than millennial, even though technically she's born in the millennial timeline and she's a millennial. Yeah. But if you were to just go from generation giving birth to the next generation, like, I mean, it kind of doesn't work at this point because we're past the millennium. Mm. Because any kid of mine would be a would if you follow would be like no you're not a millennial <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a part in the trailer where the Nazis all roll up because I'm guessing there's just like one Nazi dude who's gonna want revenge like mm-hmm. he's the main bad guy that that's going after him, and um, they roll up on this minefield and he's like, how many landmines are out there? He's like, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the fog of war thing. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he looks back and it's like all right. You and you go. So these two fucking sacrificial lambs have to like go into the fog with this holding their gun, shaking, going through this landmine trying to find them. And then like the one on the left hits a landmine, blows up. The one on the right hits a landmine, blows up. <laughs> like the movie looks so fucking good because it's just mindless action. I mean, um, that's why nobody was so good. Like nobody was like first time you watch the trailer for Riders of Justice mm-hmm. and it's all the fucking Mads Mikkelsen the action scenes and stuff like that him being a badass you're like oh yes this is this is gonna be so good once again you fuck fucked with the wrong guy I mean what's sad is like so Riders of Justice is a very American kind of movie like if you were to go stereotypical american badass yeah riders of justice very stereotypical american badass not an american movie this would be i would consider like this the very stereotypical american but it's not an american movie it's not an american protagonist like i do like the like it we're, we're given the like no there's badasses out there other than you know american special forces not everybody has to look like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not, of, not everybody is Rambo and Commando. Speaking of Rambo, I completely forgot how awesome that fucking Rambo film was. The um, the remake. Well, the 
the uh, the last one or the one before it? The one before it, when he's still in Cambodia, or whatever. Yeah, that movie is really good. That last fucking thirty minutes, forty minutes, when he's just annihilating. Like the only thing that takes you out of it is the digital blood. Yes. Like, that's yes. the only bad part of that movie is, like, the digital blood. I can see how originally that script was daughter gets yeah taken by cartel. He has to go down and kill the fucking cartel to get his daughter back. I mean, the... the, the Which, I guess, turned into the next the one. The last one, yeah. The last one, yeah. And that one wasn't bad. It's I mean, she's still, like, fucking... No, I'm sorry. Britney Spears, his daughter, was was doing missionary work overseas yeah. and gets captured mm-hmm. by like some like guerrilla yeah. faction. The uh the last one wasn't bad. Like it just I wish it would have been more of like a family connection, not just the people that like his family let live and run the ranch, I guess, after his parents died. Because they don't tell you if his parents are still alive when he finally gets back. Which I would assume they're not. Which is why no. these other people are there. But they're buried on the property. Yeah. So, um, after watching that trailer, I can kind of guess how this might end. Because like, it's like, oh, he has nothing left. His family's dead. His town's gone. It's just him and his dog. Mm-hmm. And then you have all these female prisoners, I'm guess Jewish um, probably prisoners. And he has all this gold. So I'm guessing it's literally he's just gonna murder all these people and he's gonna just sacrifice himself to, to take out these um like the bad the big last bad Nazi person and then leave all the gold and the dog to the girls and then the girls will lead on with the resistance under his name and stuff like that. He should, it would be hilarious if he just did so like they can't legally connect all these, but like somehow they write it to where like somehow you could attach him to Yeah. Like the Continental or John Wick. Speaking of which, John Wick four is gonna be two hours and thirty minutes. I just two, wanna see Keanu Reeves fight fucking uh Danny Young. Uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Like, that's... Literally, we're finally getting to a movie and, a, like, of like, all right, now I can honestly believe somebody's gonna actually be able to fucking whoop up on. So, that... That fucking trailer, that new trailer that came out for John Wick 4, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. I don't think I've actually sat and watched... I mean, I've seen it, but I haven't actually sat and watched it. God, they just do so much. Like, he's on horseback fighting mm-hmm. people. Yeah, because they still like that whole. That was the my the biggest part of the third one I didn't like was the fucking Middle East. Yeah, that whole that kind of like stupid. Like somehow trying to make it like Assassin's Creed. Of course, you put him out in the fucking desert, and it's like randomly he fucking giant Sahara. He randomly finds like this one tent. Where, well, I mean, that's who he was looking for. Yeah, where the assassin person. But you're in the fucking middle of Sahara. Yeah, I mean, I think because I think that was just like too like eh, we we don't need to go Assassin's Creed with this. This didn't need to like go back to like fucking. Apparently, has Holly Berry's German Shepherd. He's still talking to Ian McShane. Hmm. I mean, the whole thing with the, the the whole bit with that one and that third one was like Ian McShane's on his side, but he wants to still keep his position. Yeah, he had to save. He had to, yeah, he had to save face and that to, to keep his authority. 
And that's really the only reason John's alive is because Ian McShane is in, still in. Yeah. It's still that fucking suit technology. I mean, I'm it's like, just Kevlar weave. It's just... So here's the thing. Yes, because they make stab-proof crap. It's not... So here's... Bulletproof. Here's my thing. You just made a fucking suit that's bulletproof. That you could get shot hundreds of times and not fucking... Yeah, that's the only thing. The There's no impact. They, none of them feel impacts. That's, why that's not, my issue with it. Why not dress head to fucking toe, completely yeah. covered yeah. in this shit? You're unstoppable. Yeah. Because even when he does this, like, it should still just fucking... Yeah. Like, that's the... I mean, it's part of the world building and the lore. It's just... Oh, to go back to the trailer. There's one scene of the trailer where... The motherfucker's got a Gatling gun pointed at him in the middle of the field. And literally, he has the Wonder Woman shield, and he's just holding it, getting pushed back by the fucking, this giant um, Gatling gun that's fucking shooting at him. Movie looks so good. Um, And then the other trailer that looks fucking great is Burke Kesher's The Machine. Oh my God, that is a fucking great, that's a great premise for a movie. Let's do a sequel to his fucking story. It, we'll it, do flashbacks to the story, but we'll make a fucking sequel. So I seen the teaser trailer yeah, first. Like, yeah. Before the full mm-hmm. trailer, the red band trailer came out. I'm like, all right, so they just made a fucking movie about the machine. Like, I wonder why it took so long to make a movie about this. I don't know. And then they, they released the red band trailer of like the actual story. And I'm like, holy shit, this is actually a good story. Mm-hmm. And it, it fits perfectly. Fucking Luke Skywalker's doing speed. <laughs> it's so great. And it's, and it's like even the guy who they got to play Kesh, uh, Bert young back Bert. in Young Bert sounds and looks like Bert. Mm-hmm. And um, because I watched that trailer, like a lot of his stuff, stuff started popping up on my YouTube, of especially the machine stuff. So I'm watching like the first time he told Rogan on the Rogan's podcast back when Rogan <clears throat> used to do it like out of his fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that's where he blew up at that that appearance on Rogan telling that story. Yeah, is what blew him up. Because. Um, Dude, Lil- that was that was the comedy show we were going to the night the fucking lockdown happened. Yeah. So Rogan was doing a podcast, like from his fucking kitchen from his living room. And literally everybody on his chat was like, you got to ask him about the machine. He's like, what the fuck is this? Everybody wants me to ask you about the machine. And then Bert tells us, and this is like at the very end of the, um, of his podcast. And then that was eight years ago, according to the trailer and mm-hmm. it just exploded and it became the machine. I love it. It's like he's at his fucking birthday party for his kids and he like machine. He's like, dude, I'm not, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> And so, Mark Hamill playing, doing the joke of her voice, almost. Dude, it's so, that movie's going to be so awesome. Oh. Uh, he, oh my God, you got to find the clip. It's, or it'll eventually pop up. Him and Tom Segura. And I don't understand the pretext to this clip. I don't know why he bought Bert this, but he bought him one of Hitler's teacups. Really? Yes, he gives it to him, and Bert is 
dying. Like, he's having trouble breathing. He's laughing so hard. Oh, it is fucking hilarious. And then he gives him, like, this bust of himself. And I'm like, Bert is dying. It's so fucking hilarious. He's like... Is it two bears, one cave? Yeah, it was one of those episodes. And he's like... He, like, literally gives him this teacup. And he's like, look at it. And he goes... It's the Fuhrer's teacup. Like Adolf Hitler drank out of that. And he's just like, he doesn't know how to react. <laughs> he's like, I should hate this. <laughs> so there was a clip I seen recently on two, two bears and one. It was just him. Tom, Tom mm-hmm. wasn't there. And, um, so he had a female comedian on who I, I didn't, that he's friends with and she had no idea about the machine she had she had nothing <laughs> she thought it was a fucking joke like he was joking it's like oh yeah i robbed a fucking tr- a train in russia with the russian mob and she's like okay yeah whatever and he's like no that's why <laughs> that's why people call me the machine and all this other stuff she had no idea like when she was like when she realizes that no, when he realizes like she really doesn't know any of any, any of this, she's not joking. He couldn't breathe. He was laughing so hard. Like you're the one person that doesn't that doesn't is, know the machine he is story. So funny. Like he did. He had that show. He had like Stone Cold on. He had it was. He had he had a couple shows. He had Bird versus the World. Yeah. No, this was a uh, this one was not. I mean, it was a few years ago. But he had like fucking Stone Cold and a couple other people. It was so funny. His Hot Ones episode was, was oh god, it's yeah. great. I want to go on Hot Ones just so I can be like, this is nothing. This is uh, some people who just like fucking lose their shit. LL Cool J, I think, is this week because that randomly popped up on my. Uh, yeah, it's just YouTube like today. the people who lose their shit on there. I'm like, dude, I think Anthony Mackie was on there, and I'm like, he started to lose. I'm like, bruh, you can buy those sauces. You, yeah, I know. You can, I know. Like. You could there's a home version, home game version of up. Apparently, you can get like little sample things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how good the questions are gonna be, but I was just like, I watched. We would watch depending on who it was. We would watch it all like, every week, and it's just like. I remember watching Bert Kesher's Netflix stand up that he did a couple years back. Dude, he's got like three of them. He's got a new one coming out. I think it's in one two of- weeks. I think it's 14th, I think. Yeah. I think it's like his first one of... Which would be The Machine. Yeah, The Machine. Mm -hmm. Where he basically tells the story. Yeah. Um, Because that's how he ended his show. Like, he told that one again. He told a machine story. Yeah, apparently... Just like Fluffy ends with the the cop and donut joke. I don't listen to Gabriel. He's, He's... quite hilarious too i'm kind of upset that they canceled his netflix show um and his fucking massive vw bug bus collection like yeah, he collects gotta, he collects fucking volkswagen the buses dude some of those things are worth millions of dollars and is it somebody asked where him, they are. i don't know some youtube like car guy on youtube i guess got a tour of his collection and he goes uh how many do you have and he goes my accountant says too many <laughs> 
That's like I've been watching. Uh, there's, you, would, um, you would think you have like a huge fucking WWE like wrestling. Con- he's uh, got a. He does collection. have a lot of. He does have a lot of memorabilia like that kind of st- like wrestling stuff. But doesn't his have, passion he, is like fucking Volkswagen buses for some reason. He has a Ric Flair robe, I think. Yeah. Um. Which at one time it wasn't for like twenty five thousand dollars. You can buy one from him. Yeah, they uh. One of the car channels I watch, they've been do. They do like uh. Like what is the collections worth? They couldn't even do all of Jay's because his collection's so massive. So they just picked out like the most interesting and expensive. Like each one of them picked out five cars that they thought were interesting to do. Jay Leno. Yeah, because his collection's so huge, they couldn't. Like it would take too long to like literally value. No, oh, it'd be the same for like Seinfeld. Mm-mm. Jay Leno's collection's way bigger than Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Jay and he collect Seinfeld collects Porsches. Seinfeld, he has a very... Seinfeld has his own parking garage just for his cars. Dude, Jay Leno has New York. a fucking warehouse. Like, multiple warehouses. Jay Leno's fucking collection is massive. Um, But, again, Seinfeld collects... Por- like, his most of his collection is Porsches. Like, he's a Porsche person mm. for some reason. Um, But, yeah, like, fucking Leno's got a fucking $20 million fucking McLaren F1. Like, he's got, like, ridiculous cars. He must have made a shit ton of money off of The Tonight Show. He did. Because that's all he did. He did. And then, uh, like, he didn't pay that much. The McLaren, when it came out, was, like, 1.2. But it's now, because they only made so many of them, it's worth, like, $20 million. Um, Speaking of Seinfeld, I wish fucking comedian getting coffee come back. Because that was always a good, good show to watch. They did. Um, Leno did the drag race between when Biden was vice president and Colin Powell, and Colin Powell's 2014 Corvette, and Biden's 67 Stingray. I think it is. And then he did another episode. Where President Biden drag raced Colin Powell's son in the same two cars. And they just auctioned off Colin Powell's car for his charity. Did he pass away? Mm-hmm. Okay. His son auctioned off his 2014 Stingray. I think mm-hmm. it got like it went for like four hundred thousand dollars. Like those charity cars basically I mean it's a used car, but yeah. So I don't know how they would do the ta- like because it all goes to charity. I know when they do like the production cars for charity, like they usually do like the the first VIN, like so like the first C8 Corvette went for charity, the first this new gen Mustang went for charity. You basically pay the MSRP and then the rest of it is written off as like a a charitable donation. Yeah. So you get the paperwork that says you bought this car for this amount of money and donated this amount of money to charity. So yeah, his Colin Powell's Corvette went for like $400,000. Peyton Manning had a show on ESPN plus. Um, he did a couple seasons of, it's basically the history of football, like way back, like in the thirties and forties, mm-hmm. twenties and stuff like that. And he has like, Sports people and actors and that and um, comedians come on, and basically it's like this person's from Green Bay, so it's 
a Green Bay Packers episode where mm. you just give a history of that. He, uh, J- Jay Leno was on and they took out one of his old, like, 1940s fucking model whatever. Dude, he's got some weird shit that, like, you can't really... He has a steam-powered race car <laughs> from, like, the 20s or 30s. Like, it literally, the car, it has, like, a steam engine, like a fucking train. It's it's like 20-something-odd feet long. It's massive. But have, it runs on steam. It's got to have like prototypes and shit like that. That's oh, yeah. Like, like shit that you don't see. Like he's got like his collection is massive. Like, the only people who I could figure who have collections just as big as him is like the Lingenfelter collection. And how like a lot of these cars back like they got these cars when they weren't like. So you have like a car comes out. And then it depreciates. And they'll buy them like they're just in tune with the market. Like buy them at the 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 bottom, yeah. And then they go up. Um, before the fucking lockdown, when the used car market went nuts, the fucking I could have got a car like mine, but the ZR1, like the fucking high end, like they have yet to make a Corvette with as much horsepower as this came out with, and they were selling for like forty five thousand dollars used. They were like eighty thousand dollar cars, brand new. And they were selling for like 45. Like if that was still the case when I bought that one, I would have been like, you know what? I'm going to stretch, you know, the monthly note and I'm going to buy the fucking, the high end fuck. Cause the fucking 23rd, like the, the ZR ones are like mine fucking sell for six figures and they're worth six figures because they've got like 800 horsepower with that, with just a supercharger on that bitch. Um, yesterday I had to go to American seafood to pick up a delivery and, um, in the parking lot, there was a 65 Mustang blue convertible. And I'm like staring at this car and I'm like, cause that was as a kid, that was my dream car. My dad had one. I had to fucking convert to fucking flashes and shit on it. Cause it didn't come with fucking turn signal. <laughs> you watch any movies from like the eighties and nineties and stuff like that. There's a good chance the lead person or somebody, somebody in it would have like an would have a like fucking that. sixty-five Mustang. Mm-hmm. They made a shit to, like, so the Teresa's mom bought me because I lost my, my my Corvette encyclopedia. So she bought me like it's not exactly a full-blown encyclopedia, but it's like a history of. And they've only made as of the beginning of the eighth generation. So up until 2019 they've only made 1.7 million corvettes that's it yeah mustang made that within like 10 years i think from what if i remember right like they were cranking out mustangs because i remember as a kid yeah i think there was only like 13,000 total made in 2013 the year mom 2013 i think there was only like 13,000 made that year jesus um when I was like 16 or 17, like looking, like looking into getting to my first, first vehicle and stuff like that, I would always get the news on wheels mm-hmm. and go to like the antique section in the back. And they always had fucking Mustangs, convertible Mustangs in there for like $5,000. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, they, those, they made a shit ton of those. Yeah. My and dad it, had a blue, like a, a light blue. Like 65. This dude had a dark blue, 
um, the passenger side mirror was broken. The windshield, one was a replaced newer windshield, the um, windshield wiper. The other windshield wiper looks like it's an original. Mm -hmm. The interior is like the black leather, kind of beat up. Like this car looks rough. You can see the uh, the rust mm-hmm. on the on the frame and stuff like that. It's on show, but still, like, I mean, you can probably still find them relatively cheap. Oh, I'm you sure just, you can find. You it just cheap. need to be able to work, keep be able to keep them running. Like that's where you run into the, like you're gonna have to work on. Like I'm not a car guy. I give two shits about cars, but my two fantasy cars is the 65 Mustang convertible or 64 and a half Mustang convertible or the what 52 vet is it 52 vet oh the original yeah the 53 53 mm-hmm. the little short six two, cylinder two white seater. white and with red all of them were white 300 of them made I think there's less than a hundred left in the world and they all white with red interiors with a straight six they're not red Mm-mm. I think of the wrong car no, just the two little single headlights. It almost looks like a smaller version of Thunderbird. Yeah, they got like a little side. No, you're looking at the older one then. Okay. Like the original 53 was looks like a little. It's just got. You remember Cool Intentions? At the end, Ryan Goss, uh, Ryan Philippi dies, leaves her his car, and I think that his car was that like she's no 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 no. she's in like a it's a it's a first generation corvette but it's like a older one it's like a newer one because the first one is literally like a single headlight white and they were all white with red interiors but if you're thinking of one that has like the big the dent like the the groove in the sod it's like yeah. a, you're talking like a i'm talking that yeah, that's like a 50, what, 55, 56? No, this is a 52. 50. No, that can't be right. I don't know, I just punched in 52, and that pulled up. I'm ashamed I don't know this all the No, time. no, this is... 52 years old, so it's 1959. Yeah. That's what they, yeah. The 53 was the first year. And dude, look how great that is. Like a, yeah. a solid black one. Dude, Lucifer drives a solid black one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he does. And, um. I'm telling you, if I hit the lottery, that's like, that would be my big purchase. Like, I would have one of every generation. That's only, um. And not even the, like, the ones that everybody, like, I just want one. I mean, of every generation for being a 59 vet, it's still relatively cheap. Like it's under a hundred thousand. I mean, it depended on where you get it. And like, it could be like 60,000, 50,000 between yeah, depending on the restoration. If it's restored, how, how much of it's original. Yeah. Low miles. But yeah, dude, I would love to fucking be cruising. And around then what you that. do is you fucking LS swap that bitch and it runs forever. Like, you swap that bitch out with a fucking motor that's in Mon. That motor yeah. in Mon, as long as it's taken care of, will never die. That's why people who... People LS swap Fords. Like, they will take a Mustang and put an LS in it and be like, it's not going to die. <laughs> See, if I... If I was a richer man, I would buy two vehicles. 
and have a SUV that would be like my daily mm-hmm. whatever. And then I would have a 65 fucking convertible Mustang or some type of fucking muscle car Mustang uh, convertible um, just to cruise around in. I, speak, I went to buy the lot today to check the mail and I pull up to the corner. Uh, I, I come out the street, I take a left and I'm getting ready to turn on Genie, whatever you want to fucking call it. And there's these kids that usually play at the end of the street. And I see him yelling something, but I got like the radio cranked and shit. So I turn it down, like, what you said? He's like, rev it. Yeah. I put, I should have just put it in neutral and fucking gunned it, but I put it in drive. So it, it hit the rev limiter, but it still went, and they're like, fucking freaking out, jumping back. Um, I mean, that car does, I mean, you've been, it does get loud. When you hit it, it does get loud. Yeah. That's why, I mean, I do have to keep, I keep the radio fucking cranked. I keep, I keep my fucking radio cranked. My radio. I can't like hear nothing Because when I'm on the interstate and I fucking gun it, I'm like, uh-huh. the fucking radio, like the fucking exhaust drowns out the radio. See, I can't drive or ride in, your alcohol is too fucking low to the ground. Dude, and hers feels so high after I get, if I get, like out of mine into hers, hers feels so much higher than mine. Granted, if you look at it, hers looks like it's twice the size as mine. Yeah, you're getting in your car. Oh yeah, you you basically, I was almost sitting on a ground. You're sitting on a, like it's literally that, like from my middle finger to my thumb, like that's how far it is off the ground. God, in this city with these potholes. I know, I need to go get, uh, I need to go, I need to go get new tires and I need to, get a new front driver's side rim because that rim keeps leaking air and that's the side that keeps scraping because the, the rim's not holding air. Like I, on a bad day, I got to fill that bitch twice. I got to fill it before I leave here and I got to fill it before I leave work. So it's like today, I filled it before I left to go to the, I had a doctor's appointment today and I was able like, when I left the doctor at like about almost 12, I was able to make it to work but then when I went to go leave, that bitch had 20 pounds of air in it and I like had to go mm. fucking put air in it. To get fucking to get home, and it does the fucking way I take home from work. Coming up fucking Franklin, going over, like even when I slowed the fucking bridge going over there by the Eagles Nest, I fucking slow down to like five. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not the car itself scraping; it's the fucking wind dam underneath uh, the lip. Yeah. It's that plastic, like all fucking cars have them. But that's what's fucking scraping every time I fucking go over something. I'm like, God damn it. And in my fucking rim, that rim, the rim on my car is like 500 fucking bucks. Maybe, of course. Maybe Ryan Phillippe at the end of the movie had a Porsche. Like a like one of those old, old No, he Porsches. had, he was driving the James Dean Porsche. That's it, yeah. He was driving the silver uh, three, no. The cursed. It? Yeah, I'm trying to remember, is it a 318? I don't know. But yeah, that's what he was driving. Yeah, and Which, it leaves it to her. Yeah, I'm assuming probably, I don't know, for Hollywood it might have been a real one because those are pretty expensive Porsches now. I'm sure it's probably a kit, like some... They do make, there is a, uh, if you watch Hoovy, Hoovy's got one. He's got a, uh, like a replica. Yeah. And it's got a Subaru engine in it and he paid like 30 grand for it. But it <laughs> looks like it's perfect, like, it looks just like it. It just doesn't have Porsche badges on it. I forgot who owns the fucking actual car. James Dean's car. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a guy. That's fucking ins- You know what's crazy is like you can't you can't put a value on it for because it's only going to be as valuable as the person who's willing to buy it. Yeah. Because it, clearly it's going to be sitting in a warehouse somewhere wrecked. It's not restored. I think it's in a museum somewhere. Like, yeah, like that would to me, like that's something you buy, put in a museum and you don't fix it. Like this is what it like. He died in this car. Oh, no, you never fix it. You, no, leave, you it leave it exactly. exactly the way it is. And apparently it's like the curse thing of like the tow truck driver fucking got oh, crushed. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah. Um, because of like something snapped mm-hmm. when he was trying to load it up or he cut himself like super bad. Um, yeah, I forgot. There was like, I watched a, I remember watching a video of like cursed Hollywood. We need that. to, we, we need to make a list and do, do episodes on those crazy things. Like we've done from time to time. The conspiracy episode. Yeah. Just do crazy. I miss good conspiracies. Not these stupid ones that people believe nowadays. Like, give me the hollow earth theory and all those great fucking conspiracy theories. Oh, you would love the Y files like on YouTube. Like go watch that. Um, cause it, it's got a lot of conspiracy theories. Like I've never heard of. Um, that was very interesting. You know, just, I remember, like I've, I've said it before, like after Kurt Katrina, I was in Walmart and there was just like that fucking book and it wasn't in the book section. It was just, somebody had it and they dropped it off by the register and it was like a book of conspiracy theories. Mm. I was like, ah, dude, I don't even know what, I, like it must've got destroyed in the tornado. Cause I know I did. I had it cause I had showed it to her cause it had like. We conspiracy did. theories on fucking Nirvana. We had it when we did that episode. Yeah, we was reading. Yeah, we were reading out, out of that book. I book. had no idea. Like it's like I think all those books that were in the the office are just gone. Gone. Yeah, because we were flipping through the pages. Yeah. reading conspiracy theories. But yeah, I mean, it's this. Yeah, the past few weeks have just been crazy. That's why we haven't been there, and I'm still going back and forth with the doctor. So. Yeah, hopefully now Mardi Gras is over. We can yeah. actually have time. Not come home and be like fucking tired as all hell. Um, and then figure out what the hell is going to go on with the rest of the stuff. Uh, I mean, clearly, like, I don't know if anybody's like, I've been broadcasting just my drive home because I can to just fucking test the cameras. So this is basically just hooked up to the cell phone. And I can just use stream straight using the data on the phone. So I fucking stream from anywhere at this point. Yeah. Just do stuff. Um, but hopefully we'll have a permanent studio in like the next six months. And it'll be so much easier to just pick a day and do it that way. That's going to be that when that shit starts, that's going to be a fucking headache too. They're building the, that house over there. Like the same company's building a house across the street. They are flying. Once that foundation settled and set. Yeah. It is flying. How high y'all got to be raised? Three feet. So if you go run over there and look like her house is like, I'm assuming our foundation is going to look just like hers. Okay. Where, um, I don't know if they filled in with cement around because they left the the pylons like three feet up. 
then I guess they laid all the pipes and they filled it with sand and then they sucked the sand. I don't know if they filled, they sucked the sand out and filled up, like, filled it up with cement, but it looks like a solid fucking cement brick. Yeah. Which is going to suck if anything ever breaks. Yeah, trying to get to it. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if that's how they do it. We still got to go back to them. I'm going to ask them how the foundation is going to work. You might have to do, not have a solid foundation, but have like, I guess... Um, well, no, because I asked him if they were going to leave, like, leave I, it open. Well, no, that's what I was going to ask him if they could leave on, like, because we're going to have a porch on the back. If they could leave that part open so, like, the cats or the chickens can run underneath there if they need to. Like, we did the other house. The animals could go underneath yeah. the house if they got out. And they said, no, it's going to be closed in. So I'm thinking it's going to be a fucking solid hunk of concrete. Okay. Which is going to kind of, like, again, is going to suck if the pipes, pipes are all busts. cemented into the fucking. But they were they flying so fast I couldn't stop and go over, even go over there. And look, they like the roof is done over there. Like the, the whole outer, it's all the underframe, like the frames done, the fucking outer walls of like the plywood and shit with the insulation wrap are done. The fucking roof is up. Like they've once that's once the I guess the they they the I mean I guess the foundations take time to settle, or I don't know if she was taking her time picking interior. Like, but once they started fucking working. Like it's been, they, they've, they've gotten a lot of that shit up within the last two weeks. Like that house has come together. So I'm hoping ours, once they actually start, once that foundation's done and they start building up and then we'll have a second floor fucking studio to do this and not have to worry about fucking this temporary bullshit. I can fucking actually put a, you know, Studio. a set up there, yeah. you know, with, you know, permanent, permanent, I, I say in air quotes, fucking set up. I want to do my own um, YouTube channel where I just go play slot machines like I, like I watch. <laughs> Dude, people get like hundreds of thousands of views per video. You just, just need, I mean, it's, it's shit that people you play get in to the, the background. You get to the point where you get enough people and then you could just gamble whatever money you make off of youtube mm-hmm. that's your gambling it's money. just find something that you know i don't know my my fucking anxiety and shit over has just been fucking eating at me to do shit like mm-hmm. when i'm doing shit so i don't know i don't know if i'm ever gonna find the fucking willpower to fucking do anything i don't know maybe i think i'm gonna document the house being built i need to go over there and uh i want to do like talk about the tornado and shit and all the crap that's been going on before in the, in the lot before they start building. Oh, uh, universal studios in California, Nintendo land opened. I think in either California, no, be, no, Florida, no, be Florida, Florida. I'm sorry. You know, we got to figure out where we're going to go next Mardi Gras. Cause fucking Mardi Gras is on our fucking anniversary. Is it that early? Yep. Jesus it's Christ, February dude. fucking thirteenth next year. Oh, you want to hear? You want to hear a great conspiracy that I found out on why the Y files? Mm-hmm. Apparently, the middle, the dark ages, that was made up. Oh God! <laughs> the fucking Pope and Constantine, like one of the emperors, mm-hmm. got together and were like, "Hey, man, we got to fix these calendars and all this other stuff." and Cause there's a, 
guy was some conqueror person starts with a C. I can't remember his name now. Fuck, what's his name? Anyway, he lived during those times, and it's like there's no real record of him. There's no real evidence that this person actually is existed. And then it's like you look at technology. But where was he a con- like? Where in the world was he a conqueror? I think he was like uh, one of the like huge fucking early um, Roman emperors at the time. And so dark ages happened, but before the dark ages, it's like, look at all this, the art and the science and all this stuff was well, going I mean, on. That, that's pretty much why it's called the dark ages though. Cause the fucking church took over and then, Western Europe and fucking put everything like, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. And then everything like degressed. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when the church <clears throat> takes over. And so, <clears throat> and then that happens. So people were like, yeah, there was like some big conspiracy that the Pope at the time wanted to fix the calendar because they wanted to make the Roman calendar as like the global calendar. Oh, well, I mean, the that European. Happen- that, I mean, that happened naturally because the Roman Empire split into two. Yeah, it's like it's a weird. Fucking... Yeah, that's that's easily because you had the holy. No, you can easily pick it apart. Yeah, you because... had the Holy Roman Empire, which was in Constantinople, and then you had the basically what was controlled by the vatican pope Otto, i think yeah like think it was had, the pope at the time you had the roman empire that was still controlled by the vatican and the pope and then you had the holy roman empire because they split yeah because i've seen videos like who who claim who can claim the, the who can claim lineage of the roman empire so because if you go by the holy roman empire then technically the emperor of Rome is some Russian dude. The conspiracy theory is like, literally you take it's 20, um, 2023 right now. Mm -hmm. If this all is true, you subtract 300 years because 300 years didn't existed. They fast forward. They changed the calendars 300 years. (laughs) And so, um, so technically, we're like the 1700s right now. That's so dumb. That's people. 1723. That's people who just refuse to learn no science. Like you could literally astrophysicists are like, dude, I can turn the sky back like fucking like fucking Conchu did. I can show you exactly what the sky yeah. looked like at any point in time. Yeah. Because somebody said somebody Neil deGrasse Tyson answered like, what would happen if we didn't have leap years? I think. And or was it, it was either leap years or time zones. He goes, if you honestly tr- celebrated a year like it should be done, you'd celebrate at like the middle of the day all around the world at once. At the same time, everywhere on the planet at once is how it should be celebrated. Not in the time zones. Oh, it's midnight here. It's 11 o'clock there. It's like... That is a man-made construct to keep the calendar in a standard form. Otherwise, the shit would get fucked. Like, it would be different every year. So that was the conspiracy theory. That That's what the Pope wanted to do. Because every year we would lose 
a day or something like that. Wait, because oh, I mean, so that, many I mean, hours. That, that's what leap years are Cause, for. Because of a leap year. Yeah, that's what leap years are for and all that. To- so before leap year, like it kept, we would lose hours mm-hmm. and that adds up over time. Technically, it should have been like 300 years. But it wouldn't be, it, we, we would be 300 years further. If you're losing time, like every, like if your calendar you're running and you're losing time, mm. then you would, yeah, then what it would be is like, yeah, oh, we would be saying, oh, today's 1723, but technically it's 2023 because yes. we're losing time. No, like that's why, that's why. Yeah, so supposedly if you did the math, it was supposed to be like 300 something years. No, no. The Romans came up with that calendar before fucking so they, the year zero. Or there was no year zero. Before midnight between negative one and one. Yeah, before Christ <laughs> and after yeah. Christ. BC and... Well, no, now it's... After death, AD. Well, no, uh, and now it's before... BCE and CE, before Common Era and Common Era is how they've changed it. Oh, it's not before Christ and after death. No, scientifically, scientific fields now like say gotta be neutral. Yeah, and, like gotcha. because if you go, he wasn't born in. There is no zero. He wasn't born. Yeah. Like he wasn't born, and then they go, all right, this is year one. No, because he would have been technically born in I think what either negative four or like four. I mean. When the when the church was the authority over everything, yes, everything revolved around yeah. Jesus and the church. Now it's like, no, we're not. That, that's fictional. We're gonna do it the way we should, like the right way. Because it's funny, because like you've seen those tweets of like scientists, the scientific facts of the day or something like that. It's like Cleopatra lived closer to our time than she did to the pyramids. Yes, because the pyramids are that old. Yeah. It's a lot of those stupid facts of like this making, person making you sound smarter than they make. It makes the channel sound smarter than they yeah. actually are. Um, but you would love the Y files. Like you, you should watch that because it's like time travel. Like this dude and um, that's what I ought to. I ought to figure out how to make the time traveler channel. So there's fake time traveler channels. This dude in Russia just randomly showed up wearing like Perrier clothes back in like the 1800s. And, uh, no, the, yeah, I think it was like, and so he basically left his house, went to go take pictures because it was a nice day, magically got Brought to like the 1990s or something like that, out of the 1980s, and um, so they they do like a whole episode about that. They did an episode where this guy just jumps, like basically, um, time traveler's wife. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he just randomly jumps, mm-hmm. he can't control it. He just randomly jumps. There's supposedly a guy who's like, yeah, I've jumped to the future, I jumped to the past, I've jumped to the this. Um. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff like UFO stuff. Like this person was gonna create like clean energy, and it just goes down this list of all these people that 
was going to make clean energy and how they fucking mysteriously died. Oh, yeah, the dude who made the carburetor, they got like he fell asleep. 78 miles of the gallon or whatever it was. Got drunk, fell asleep in his car on the railroad tracks. Yeah. Um, there's one dude who made cold. He literally was going to make cold fusion. And he was at dinner with potential investors and literally got up and yelled, I've been poisoned. They killed me and fucking drops dead in a restaurant. The, um, <clears throat> there was a documentary on who killed the electric car because GM created electric cars in the 90s. They got like Tesla model fucking ranges and the fucking you know the the theory is that the fucking oil industry fucking lobbied and had them fucking but there's a full-blown documentary on that like who like because those cars are hard to find there's a a guy who made a documentary about uh clean energy and how it can be done and all sorts of stuff and um And he was looking, he, he was like an investigative reporter and he was going to, he was investigating all these like mysterious deaths of these, all these people who had all these clean energy stuff that was going to change the world and make life better and stuff like that. And <clears throat> we're not going to um, have to rely on fossil fuels anymore. And a guy was like making this documentary about it. Dead. I love that the people who are just like, especially the Republicans are like, oh, oil, blah, blah, blah. Bro, we still going to need to oil and refine fucking oil. Like, oils and plastics. Look and- at this world. Look at this table right here. There is wire and plastic in these microphones. There is a shit ton of plastic in these toys. <laughs> there is plastic in this television screen, these cameras, the fucking phones. Like, oil isn't going away. They just said we need to stop using it for transportation. Yeah. That's all it has been said, but no, politicians think they know better. No, you get way more money in gasoline and then What's well, cuz the cars. you know, the fucking state can like the government can throw like taxes on gas and, you know. Yeah. They're not getting they're getting a couple of bucks off of, you know, this shit in bulk, but you know, they getting fucking, what is it, like 30 cents a fucking gallon in Louisiana? <laughs> yeah, you would like. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll probably, I'll look it up. There's, um, he's got a little sidekick goldfish called Hecklefish. <laughs> That's like the hardcore conspiracy theory. Lizard people don't trust the government. <laughs> Literally, the top of his fishbowl is like, a tinfoil hat on top of the fishbowl. So fucking Teresa listens, to, like sees these videos on her TikTok, and I hear them all the time. And before it like got blew up, I like she was like she's like these motherfuckers think there's two militaries. And it's the old people at some fucking Trump event or whatever, and it's like they their theory is that fucking Trump signed an executive order that gave him control of the good military, and Biden's in control of the bad military <laughs> like the shit these old people believe Jesus fucking christ facebook um i'm like oh my god i just I, I like why am i of such high moral standards that i don't just go fucking like make a shit ton of money off of these people you want to like, make a sh- selling them fucking you want to make a shit ton of money off of tiktok 
make a stupid fucking horror film that's fucking not even scary whatsoever. You pay these people to make a TikTok video. It's like, I challenge you. Mm-hmm. You can't watch this the first 10 minutes of this movie without turning it off. Blah, blah, blah. Because they did that for a movie called Skimmy Dink. Skimmy Dink. I've seen. I've heard of. I mean, I've I've seen the the. So I don't think I've watched the trailer. I, I've I've heard of the movie, but I'm like I didn't I pay attention enough to it even to go fucking. It's look a and Canadian it film. It made it to theaters. It it blew up before it became it went to the theaters because of the TikTok stupid challenge. Mm-hmm. You, you won't. You can't last five minutes of this movie. Blah blah blah. So the movie was made in this dude's house. It's two kids and their mom's in the fucking bedroom. The whole movie is like super dark. You can't see what the fuck's going on. There's little to no dialogue. There's like just ambient sounds and stuff like that. And everybody who watches is like, this is the most boring, non-fucking horror film whatsoever. It made like 600 times the budget when it went to the theaters because of those stupid Oh, yeah. I mean, it's whatever you get the fucking, you know, hype on stupid people is real. Because um, they like fucking cheap. You just get those masses to mm-hmm. fucking... Uh, my boy Christian's movie on Mystery Science Theater 3000, I think you can go rent it for five bucks with the Mystery Science Theater oh. commentary. So I think that's how I want to watch it. Like, I don't... Although I feel bad for not watching it normally. But yeah, I, I do want to see how, because me and me and my boss watched the trailer for the Mystery Science Theater version of it, and they do make a lot. Like, it's period. It's quite hilarious. My boss is ten years younger than me, but he's in the like ninety, like nine, late ninety ska. So weird. Real big fish. Yes, like it's so weird, <laughs> and they make like ska jo- jokes about Christian. So there's, so now bands from like the eighties and nineties and early two thousands, like they can't go on tour by themselves anymore. So they got to get like all these other same genre mm-hmm. bands and do like one. It's got to be events. Mega, yeah. Mega concerts. So I, um, there was a sky. It was like the mighty, mighty Boston's real big fish. A couple other ones that Scott fucking mm-hmm. bands. I took it to him. I said, yeah, my senior trip, you know, I graduated in 98. So it was like late 97, early 98 when we went on our senior trip. And I said, like, there was like three ska bands that played at Disney that night. <laughs> There's an 80s one. It's Vanilla Ice, Color Me Bad. Here's the thing. Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice had one song. His album sucked. He had one song. Uh, Play that funky music, white boy. No, two songs. Um, um, cool as ice. The movie. I mean, yeah, but that was. I'm talking about for to go see him in concert. Um, He's got Ice Ice Baby. Whatever stuff he did with ICP. Play that funky music, and he's got the fucking ninja rap from Ninja Turtles too. Would you not go to concert just to see the ninja rap? I mean, okay. I would have to check the set list to make sure he does the ninja. I mean, rap. I, okay, that's three songs to see him play. I call me bad has way more songs that I know of. I couldn't tell you the names of them. 
What other than fucking... Um, I don't know. I know a shit ton of fucking R&B music. I don't know why I know it, but I do. What the fuck is that big hit? Call Me Bad. Shit. I'm blanking now. Is it I Want to Sex You Up? Yep. Yeah, I Want to Sex You Up. Yeah. There's other ones I know too. I just... I don't know why. Like that's a that's a that's a like I'd be like those tickets better be like twenty bucks. <laughs> it's like the the eighties mall band. Like it's like new kids on a block. It's so weird that that was a thing. The mall, like mall even concerts. those like we had like we I remember AJ we had some like female pop singer. They let her come in and do a fucking concert. We never had at that. the school. I don't. Remember. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Like, I had never heard of this person. Like, so it was literally one of these, like, we're going to parade this person around, bring them to all these things, and try and make them something. Yeah. Like, in the fucking gym, this fucking concert, where she probably sang, like, four or five songs. We, it was like a fucking, we got out the last two, maybe a couple of fucking periods or whatever. It was so weird. It's so weird. Guns N' Roses coming to Biloxi in September. I know she told me, and I'm like, who's open for him? She couldn't tell me. I don't know who it is, but um, like, I, but then I'm like, I guarantee the cheapest tickets are probably like two hundred. But then she's like, you you run the gamut. Are you gonna get Guns N' Roses? Or are you gonna get like crap? Are you gonna get Axl Rose? Like, is it gonna sound good or is it gonna sound like shit? And like, you that's literally a, like a twenty five seventy five fucking coin flip. Um, you got the Pesh mode. At the smoothie, the fucking smoothie king. Like I, out I, of all places, who the fuck is opening for them? That you, it's an arena show. Um, somebody else is coming down. Like we're starting to get like bands and shit coming down here again, like they used to. I don't know. My league missed me, made me miss non-point again, and then I'm not. They're playing by Margaritaville in this outdoor thing. But the only way I would go is if there was a VIP area that had Satan Seaton because everything else is like stand up. Is it Gary Newman? Mm. The guy who did Cars. Mm-hmm. Um. No. That's not Gary. His name wasn't Gary Newman. No, Gary Newman's the fucking Disney yeah. <laughs> fucking guy. Uh, God, what's his name? Fucking. I mean, probably so. Like, they're, 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 you're going to see an influx of tours. Like, it's, you know, now the lockdown, like, you still had some kind of, some reserves about doing things. In 2021, 2022, now people are just going to be like, hey, everybody go out because, you know, you just need to get outside. Yeah, Gary Newman. That's Is Gary Newman? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We're going to the Opera House in the Marini to watch an opera version of Streetcar Named Desire tomorrow night. Sounds Don't know how that's going to go. It's a very weird show to turn into an opera. Somebody just operating, fucking yelling Stella. I mean, well, like that one scene. But, I mean, it is more than just that scene. That's all, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I kind of I missed that fucking place that was um that was the old drugstore where we went and saw. Oh, Shadow Box. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think they do anything anymore. No. Um, I'm gonna go see Tenacious D in May. But the problem is, I I seen the set list and it's like all their new newer stuff mm-hmm. from like Rise of the Phoenix and stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah, that stuff wasn't that good. They plan to film more. It's just it's 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 really these bands that have been around for a while. It's just hit a miss when they go, like Nonpoint's new song isn't that great. But they're good about it. If it doesn't take off, like they just kind of like shove it to the side. <laughs> Let me look at the GNR VIP. <laughs> yeah, I, I only imagine VIP fucking tickets are gonna be. And then the. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like all the big movies that are supposed to come out. Do you think I'm going to go see 65 though? I hope it's got like, I hope, like you said earlier, it's probably the planet of the apes thing. I hope it's not that where, Oh, this is actually earth or yada, yada, yada. Three dog nights playing Baton Rouge. And Marshall Tucker band. I'm sure you have that one cheap trick is in Baton Rouge. Gabriel Iglesias is in Baton Rouge, July 2nd. Mm. Richard Marx? Hell yeah. For some reason, they only give me Baton Rouge, not New Orleans. Hairspray, Jesus Christ Superstar, Hairspray, Madagascar. Yeah, for some reason, they only gave me fucking Baton Rouge. The price is right. A Buddy. touring version of The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buddy Guy. I saw a video. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like a little short video. There was a guy who used to go to The Price is Right that would scream out the actual prices. Like somehow he figured out a way to know. Like he would scream out the right price for like the showcase showdown in the beginning. Like get, get contestants up. To the point that they kicked him, they banned him from the fucking show, from the audience. And he never got called to be on the show. Because, you know, like, supposedly, you're, you know, when you're in the audience, anybody can get called up. He never got called up, but he was, like, I guess he got aggravated. Like, he made sure, like, he, I don't know, he figured out a way to, like, guess the right number for everybody. Hmm. And they literally showed video of Bob Barker going, how did you get that number? Because it was, like, an exact. And it's like, oh, it was what's his fake? Oh, he gave it to, you know, he yelled it out. And they eventually like banned him from the fucking lot. <laughs> um, he also had a celebrity death. Uh, Richard um, Belzer passed away. Dude, they all dying off. All the old people. Yeah. Jimmy. I saw I saw a thing. It's a dude who does like generational comedy, and it's like God yelling at the years, and it was uh. Oh, God, I can't remember. But I mean, it was like, 
who it was like three in succession, and he's like yelling at the he's like I didn't do that, and it's like twenty twenty two. He's like yeah, you know. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk's new show got a trailer. Looks so good. Yeah. Looks like he plays a school teacher, mm-hmm. just fed up with everything. Uh, Mandalorian comes back next Wednesday. I don't know if anything else like major. Mm-mm. Well, we'd have to go sit and look through everything, and because you got the Oscars coming up, so I think it's kind of yeah. It's it's the slow season before award the award show. Yeah. Um. And I do hope Angela Bassett wins her Oscar for Wakanda Forever. You know, watch the backstage, the, like the behind the scenes, the assembled documentary. Her first day of shooting was the UN scene. Mm. So, like, she had to come in, like, right off the bat, like, fucking. Yeah. And then her last day was the scene on the beach with Namor. The Flashpoint trailer from the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Why does Ezra Miller have to be an idiot? Because that movie looks amazing. I can tell, like, after watching that trailer, the Super Bowl trailer, it's like, I see why the studio is not canceling this Because it looks, I mean, that trailer looked ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Um, Like, I didn't know fucking Zod's coming back. Yeah, so basically what happens is the premise of the movie is he goes back in time. There's no Superman. Well, no, it's, we don't know if there's a Superman yet. The only thing we know is. You got Supergirl. You got Supergirl. Like, Super, because Snyder said the other pod in his ship was, in that ship was hers. Kara. Yeah. <clears throat> so we don't know if Clark is actually around, but okay. they're also using the Flashpoint thing. In Flashpoint, they found Clark being held by the government. Oh, yeah. Underground. Underground with the UV light. Yeah. yeah. So they're basically taking that story, but using Kara. And the rumor is, like, I don't know how legit the rumor is, but there's a rumor around that they're fucking going to switch to Grant Gustin. Legitly. Hmm. As the fucking Flash in the movies. Which I would like, dude, if he would be willing, like he's been doing Flash for like nine years. If he goes, yeah, uh, the show's done and I'll do the movies because I'll get a, what, a movie every few years. Yeah. Then they just do Red Death. Yeah. Like they're going, all out, the... they're going all out this fucking. Yeah. The chick who played Batgirl. Yeah. Batwoman. The, yeah, yeah. She played uh, Red Death. I haven't watched any of them, but they're like going all out for this last fucking season. So somebody posed a theory. It's like, is this the 89 universe universe and that supposedly well the whole thing is he goes there and see like the universe that that batman is in is the universe his mom didn't die in so there's no flash in that universe which is why in the trailer you see him giving powers to the younger barry yeah because in that universe he never became the flash they um affleck's in it yeah, so it's going to start in the Snyderverse. Yeah. And then... So basically, whatever he does at the end to set shit right is going to be what changes... Justice League? Well, no, it changes the universe going forward. Oh, yeah, but... Did we ever... No, the Flash that told... So basically, Bruce, she's the key. This is this is gonna erase all of that. Like, he's never gonna go back in time and do that at this point. Yeah. 
but he's going to go back and like flashpoint resets everything. And then when he fixes flashpoint, it's going to set everything to something, which is just what the comics did. Like he went back, saved his mom, which created flashpoint. which was Thomas Wayne as Batman, Martha Wayne as the Joker. Joker. He fixes that. And we get the new 52, which wasn't what it was before flashpoint. It was something different. And then the fucking clusterfuck headache that came after that and with rebirth and, Oh wait, everyone hates this version of Superman. So let's just say our original Superman survived and he's just been hiding this whole time. And then this version of Superman dies. So the original version of Superman has to come out of hiding. Like that's how that went. I'm like, this is stupid. Which is why I'm saying, like, you can say, like, Clark might be in this after. Like, it's not, everybody was up and all, oh, they're getting rid of Superman for Supergirl. Like, no, because you don't know the fucking back, you don't know the book they're fucking basing it on. Which, in this context, then Kara makes sense. Like, it's, yeah, they found it's also, her instead of Clark. And it's also, Alanis is at war with Themyscira. Themyscira, yeah. And supposedly Aquaman's preview screenings are horrible. I'm guessing they don't give two shits about Suzanne too. No, it's fucking marketing has been horrible. Cause that comes out next week. Yeah. I think next Friday, I think that comes out. Um, what else was Super Bowl trailers? I don't, I don't remember. Like, I didn't even go look to see what kind of Super Bowl commercials they had. I haven't fucking oh, cared was about it. Oh, then the Birkin bad commercial. They all sucked. Um, the, yeah. Cause I mean, you got to pay like seven and a half million dollars for the fucking commercial, the airtime. Like why spend the extra, like who's spending a shit ton of money on a fucking commercial to get people's attention when you got to fucking spend seven and a half million dollars just to get the fucking commercial aired. So, um, fast X got their, got their trailer and it. Oh yeah, that's right. I completely forgot hey, about that. Hey, remember this character that you never seen? In that yeah, they just insert Jason Momoa's character in yeah. Fast Five. Oh, he's the son of the fucking bank guy that you that they stole the. He's the giant he's the, safe. He's from. the son of the drug lord whose money they stole, and he's pissed because like they took his money and we couldn't get the rock back, so we went and got another Samoan. Fucking Han, and fucking. Uh, Jason Statham's Statham. character are basically palling it up. It's like, motherfucker, you just you, you tried, tried to kill, kill him. him. Yeah, I don't get unless, this universe. Um, unless if I remember, like I can't remember if it was Kurt Russell's character paid Statham to kill him, knowing he wasn't gonna actually be able to kill him. That he was gonna get because the whole thing supposedly was the fucking Kurt Russell's character faking Han's death for the girl. I don't know. It gets very convoluted. You're right. It gets very convoluted. It's so fucking stupid. It's, they're making it up as they go along. It's like the Saw franchise. At a point, they were just making it up. Continuity be damned. The previous movies. I'm trying to remember. The last one was... The last... Well, no, the Chris Rocksaw movie was good. I'm sorry. I liked it. It wasn't great, but it was good. The one before that was horrible, where they tried fucking inserting... They tried inserting that last movie into everything, and it's like, no, this doesn't work at all. The fucking laser fucking collar and shit. Oh, the prequel? Yeah. Piece of shit that you've seen, like, you can guess the ending a mile away? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that one was definitely phoned hmm, in. I wonder if it's the fucking cop. Yeah, that one was the whole fucking time. Definitely phoned in. Um, the that's, Chris Rock one was pretty good though. You could say like that's one of those where we're gonna lose the license. <laughs> we got to make a movie before like some other studio fucking. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it works with trademarks for that. Like, you have to do. I don't know how it works on like shows and shit, like like movie titles and stuff. That you have to do it every so all you have to basically keep using it or you lose it, and then somebody else can snatch it up. Um, I mean, I heard nobody's really impressed with Blood and Honey, which is more a fucking no surprise. Which is more of a reason why you should not be able to fucking lose your ownership of a IP. Like what 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 creative ad addition did Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey make to society? None. It's a. It's not a big surprise that that movie. No, because they made it for shock value. Oh, because everybody's going to associate it with Disney, so we made it for shock value. Like you didn't add anything to the IP that you now have associated yourself with. Um, you had Scream Six trailer. Me. You had an Ant Man. Transformers Rise of the Beast. Oh god, yeah, that's right. I Oh, and it wasn't even a trailer. It was a fucking commercial for Porsche. Yeah. Because Porsche's now whereas before they were like when they were making the original movies, they were against uh being associated with toy like violent toys. So Bumblebee couldn't be a Volkswagen. Like Porsche did not like Volkswagen owns Porsche. Uh, so you couldn't have That's why he's a uh... That's why Bumblebee's he's a vet? Camaro. No, he's Camaro. A, the Camaro because General Motors says, "Yeah, fucking, we'll give you all these fucking cars if you put our shit in it." Um, so that's why Bumblebee's a Camaro. Jazz was a fucking Pontiac Solstice. Um, I mean, every fucking car, every Autobot was a fucking General Motors vehicle except for Optimus because I think. No, maybe at the time Peterbilt was owned by. I know. I think Peterbilt was owned by General Motors at the point, but that's why. Like they couldn't secure the licenses for uh, all the specific vehicles, so that's why the shit all got changed. Um, the Guardians trailer. I'm kind of. I mean, I've never been like, "Ooh, I want to see Guardians," but it does look interesting. Uh, clearly, someone's dying. Multiple oh, people are dying. Oh, yeah. This is the last one. Batista's done with... Well, I mean, even if, like, no, like, you could be um, done and just fucking write, you know, next time you see the Guardians, it's other people. So, but clearly, someone is dying when fucking you see Peter Quill towards the end of the fucking trail is screaming and there's, like, a fucking tube hanging down. He could be having a flash, like, somehow seeing his mom again. That or no, I think it's fucking. I think I think the only person that's going to get an emotional reaction from like it's not going to be gonna Drax. Be Rocket. It's going to be Rocket. Yeah, that's going to be the emotional fucking death. So, um, which kind of mm-hmm. sucks. There's no reason to kill Rocket. Marvel came out and it's like, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is never coming back as. But who Tony was the Stark? executive that said that? Unless I hear from Kevin Feige, I don't believe it. Because yeah. uh, who the fuck turns down eighty million dollars? I don't care who you are. Who turns down $80 million? Nothing else he's doing is making money. Yeah. So. Who, tur- who turns down $80 million to do a fucking movie? For like 
10 minutes of screen yeah, time? No, I don't believe that. Unless Kevin Feige himself comes out and goes, yeah, no, we offered it to him and he said no. And uh, then I still don't believe it until the movie comes out. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. <sighs> that would... I'm telling you, there's only one way to make a... I told her, I said, there's only one way to make a Dungeons and Dragons movie. It looks like a fantasy, but none of the people talk like it. It literally starts at the table, and then you phase into, like, the fantasy. Because that seems like what they're trying to... Like, the players, like, the characters are making stupid decisions, like the fucking players are controlling them, but it's... They're playing a movie as if it's a story. And that character's just that stupid making those decisions. Like, no, you need to establish this is another person playing this character. Like, that's the only way I would be okay with this movie is if that's that starts like that and they don't fucking nobody knows that that's how the movie starts. Cause the trailer for the the bit with for the Super Bowl, it was like, oh, we have to get across this bridge, but there's like a trap or whatever, and the fucking bridge falls down, and the dude's like, oh, I think I I activated the trap. Like, that's something like you would like people playing the game would be like, I walk that way. You sure you, I walk over there. You step on the fucking, you know, studios makes movies just for the tax write off. Mm-hmm. And so like, this is probably, one of well, those. no, cause I mean, this is Hasbro themselves making and Hasbro has been fucking all over everything, but it doesn't look good. Like, like Chris Pine, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Money. Yeah. Like fucking you like, seriously? What's up, faces in this movie too? Do you need money? You've been in every Fast and the Furious fucking movie but one. Uh, no, I'm sorry, three. Hugh Grant. Well, it was just like Jeremy Irons in the original Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones and the Dollar Destiny. Oh god, yes, I forgot about that one too. That looks really good. That de-aged fucking. It looked like Harrison. And the Ford. problem is, I mean, the, the the thing that helps that is is there's vi- there's footage of him. Yeah playing Indiana Jones dressed up in World War II fucking I mean hell that could be reused footage for all we know so how I wonder how they're gonna explain Charlie LaBeouf's character not being oh cause he's he's adventuring with his goddaughter so the girl in the fucking scene around the yeah, table yeah, yeah. he's like they call a daughter. He's like goddaughter or whatever. But who's the fucking daughter of? Is I think it it's the dude from the the Ghibli's. The, I think it's the dude from the museum in Glass Crusade. The dude who got lost in his own museum. Yeah, but he was already dead in the other movie. What Crystal Stagall? Yeah. Okay, so this is his daughter, fully grown. She looks to be Mutt's age or older. Uh, um, and then you had Air. It's the Ben Affleck direct. Ben Affleck directed and not starring in because it's a Matt Damon film, but he's also he plays the uh, president of Nike, and Matt Damon is the guy who convinces Nike to build this whole shoe around one person that hasn't even stepped foot in the NBA yet to make the first Air Jordans. That's how this is the story they're telling of like how Nike went from like, cause Nike back in the, Oh yeah, they were nothing. And then they blew exploded. They were nothing because 
Converse had the mm-hmm. fucking license deals. Yeah, Converse because it was you, you. Converse was NBA and yeah, all that. And then, um, so his big radical idea to save Nike was to latch on to latch on fucking... to Jordan when he came up straight out of college um, into the NBA mm-hmm. and trying to convince everybody it's like we're gonna make this shoe, we're gonna build it around him, we're gonna call in him Air Jordans. I mean, it's pretty, uh, what's that? Like, I guarantee you that dude's not anywhere near as rich as he should be. Probably not. It's like this dude has made basically billions of dollars and he's probably got nothing to show for it. Yeah, it's, um, it looks, it looks good. I think it's a prime movie, either prime or Apple. Mm. Uh, Ted Lasso comes back. In May, I want to say, they did like a little teaser trailer of them coming back. So Ted Lasho season three comes back in May. That's a uh, game pass is giving away three months of Apple TV. So I'm going to wait until <laughs> closer to then because there's a there's another movie. I think Air might be Apple TV because there's a movie coming out. They've got some big name people doing shit for them, and it's like, dude, it's Apple. Like, who's who's fucking signing up for this? Yeah, I mean, you had the fucking um, Tom Hanks World War Two mm-hmm. film that got a couple Oscar nods. Was them like Paramount Plus? Like, where's all these big name movies that's mm-hmm. supposed to premiere? One a week. Yeah, they, that never happened. Yeah, that stopped real fucking quick. Um, the Beavis and Butthead episodes from Paramount Plus is now going to start airing on Comedy Central. So, I wonder if... Which basically, I think you can get Comedy Central on Hulu. Which means if they're airing on Comedy Central, you can just fucking wait for them to be on Hulu's on demand. Yeah, because I'm guessing the Reno 911 episodes that's on Comedy Central is probably the ones from Paramount Plus. Yeah, and those will air on. Those will be. I think those are on Hulu as well once they they air. Um, yeah, no, I need to see if those are up. Because that la- that fucking uh, that last. The last fucking uh, Reno 911 movie was pretty fucking good. Oh, The Search for Q? No, the other one. There was a second one. Oh, I didn't see the second one. It's the uh, the Christmas one. I didn't see there's that a, one. Yeah, there's a Christmas one where they like are putting on a pageant in the mall to save the mall. Hmm. And there's like this big silver fucking nugget is like the centerpiece of the fucking mall. And somebody's trying to steal it. And it ends up being uh, the dude who played the devil in The Good Place. Or played, like, the guy in charge of The Bad Place. I never watched He's it. been... You would recognize... Like, him and the black guy, that are the, the ones that ended up trying to steal it, you'd recognize they've been in everything. Ted Danson? No, no, no. He was... I mean, he was eventually, like, outed as, like, a demon. Okay. But... Because the good place isn't the good place. They're all in hell. Yeah. Um. But you would know them if you saw them. Like, they've been in everything. 
They uh, they uh you have a seen you have a watched Reno uh Brooklyn Nine Nine. No. No. Okay. I'm trying to think of shoes that they would be in that you would recognize. I mean, I know the characters. The 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 the, the lieutenant's husband. Oh, the white, the white guy. White guy. He's one of the guys that's trying to steal the silver nugget. Speaking of which, you know Nick Offerman was like his ex in that. Yes. Yeah. So he has history of playing mm-hmm. gay characters. It's a, it's one of those shows that I'm eventually gonna start watching because I hear so much about it. It is one of those funny like. The Office and Parks and Rec. It's one of those you yeah. can just like now that it's done. I I don't know about watching it week to week. Like I watched the finale with Teresa of The Office before I watched anything else because you we, like like it, the the finale came like right when we got together. So I watched it with her and I'm like, eh, okay. And then fucking twice a year since we fucking watched, and it's literally just on in the background while we do other shit. Which is literally how I'm watching Night Court, but like I'm in the night because I don't remember it until like I'm in the episode and then I'll remember bits of it from being from a kid as a kid. But it's still so fucking hilarious. And she pointed out, like, this show is pretty progressive. I'm like, this show was very progressive for his time. Is art in it? The what? Um, the janitor. Oh, the maintenance guy. In uh, Night, night Court? Court? Yeah. He's not in the new one. Okay. But. Like the original Night Court was very progressive first time. It's uh oh, it's so funny. The world didn't deserve we don't deserve Bull. Bull's such a great character. He was a bad guy in some like really bad fucking The whole reason he's bald is 80. he was in some movie and he was bald. And when they he auditioned for Bull, they liked it so much. They're like, no, keep your head shaved. So he was stuck doing head shave for like the next nine years. <clears throat> God, it was like a really bad 80s, like something you see on USA Up All Night. Mm-hmm. Or late night on fucking Cinemax or Showtime. And you got to figure he did Highlander probably not that long after he the like the final season of because Night Court went off in like ninety two ninety four. He did House during Night Court. Yeah, so like, and he was like in full fucking makeup, like from head to toe makeup in that movie. Yeah, so like, yeah, he did. He did fucking Highlander not long after fucking Night Court went off the air because Night Court went off in either ninety two or ninety four. Because it was on the nine years. Yeah, because he was the pilot. There's only three people in every episode of Night Court. Harry, Bull, and Dan. They're the only ones that are in every episode, like hundred and ninety something episodes. Hmm. One more season, and they would have did over the two hundred. Um, they would have blew past it because they were doing twenty two episode seasons. Except for that first season, I think. First season was like 16. But everything after that was like 22. Yeah, he was the bad guy in the pilot episode of Highlander, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Okay. I still love Kurgan, like in the 80s, that he had fucking safety pins. Holding his... Holding his... Through the scar. Yeah. Yeah, because he almost got decapitated, so he fucking... 
Kurgan was so punk rock, it was ridiculous. Dude, I, I really wish they would do... A, Why would nobody, like, in the Highlander series just put on a fucking iron collar around somebody, I think neck? somebody did in that series. They had something to where nobody around. can chop through it. They, I think somebody did, but then again, it was all about honor. Which is why the dude from Fine Young Cannibals was like a great villain because he didn't give a shit. Oh no, he'll shoot you and then cut like, you yeah, off. he had, would have people shoot you. He'd fucking fight you on holy ground. He didn't give a damn. He proved that all the rules were just arbitrary. Like there was no repercussions for it. Like there was nothing keeping you from fighting on holy ground. It was just a rule. Yeah, because uh, what's his face died in church on holy ground. Um. God, what's his name? The fucking oldest. Oh, Mythos. Mythos. Yeah, I think he died on holy ground. No, Mythos was around until that shitty TV movie. There was a guy pretend. Uh, what's his face pretended to be Mythos? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman pretended to be Mythos. Who died in fucking holy ground? I mean, it was the priest. There was like a, the priest in in France. Like Duncan came in and found him decapitated Robert, I really do want to go back and sit and watch that show it's just it's a it's a hard watch it's a hard watch it's a very hard there's some episodes it's just like especially early fucking seasons and then it's, it, what I found hard was like once I started watching them I remembered them oh god so I'm like I don't want to sit through this I love the fucking the, the lore and stuff I wish somebody would make a good remake because I, I think at this point it does need to be remade. You can't continue. That stupid fucking TV movie ruined it. You can still call High Look just another fucking, you know, just remake it completely. Another fucking Connor. I wonder how the books are. Because I know there was books and stuff. I mean, it was like Star Wars. I mean, they were fucking cranking out other shit for people to fucking buy up like crazy. I mean, Highlander... They had the fucking cartoons that were like... Oh, Fucking crazy. Yeah, the future one where... Yeah. It, it was supposed to... They were supposed to... He was still supposed to be related to them somehow. He was still a part of the same clan. Yeah, once a month though, once every couple months, I uh, would get that fan uh, merchandise catalog in the mail. Bud K used to have them and the fucking swords and shit. And you could still yeah. go buy that McLeod sword and fucking Bud K. You go to fucking used to go to Sam Goody. They used to have them that and um, uh, like the Highlander box sets mm-hmm. on fucking. They uh, it's like it Highlander was like fucking Stargate. Like it was one of those shows that really should not have worked and succeeded, but got like the the thing a about shit ton of fucking seasons. It got a shit ton of seasons because Housewives loved it because of hunky men and yeah. the fantasy aspect of it. I mean, I don't, I don't even remember when I, I used to watch it every all the fucking time. I just don't remember when, what time I would see it. It used to be in the mornings or at super late at night. Like I used to watch it all the time because I wanted to grow my hair out like fucking Adrian. I just, I wanted like Duncan. I wanted to fucking grow my hair out so bad when I was in high school. Adrian Paul. Yeah. I couldn't fucking, they wouldn't, you know, I couldn't do it, but. I did it eventually, but um, it kind of it kind of killed the show when it killed Richie. That that's what killed the show. There was like a huge backlash. Oh yeah, it changed the feel of the show completely. Of it, um, Robert 
Roger Daltrey's character was supposed to be wasn't supposed to be a reoccurring, but then they killed him, and he was so popular they just brought him back in flashbacks randomly. Yeah. Um, there was some episode like those flashback episodes. There was like sometimes there was like good flashback episodes where like the writing was actually good. It was a funny kind of a funny story, more lighthearted stuff with Raven mm-hmm. back in the like San Francisco eighteen hundreds. Like the there was a whole episode dedicated to there's a gambler who had a casino in San Francisco back in the 1800s, lost it to Raven because she cheated. And ever since then, they've been mortal. Like, he wants to kill her. Mm-hmm. And, but he's Duncan's best friends with both of them. <laughs> so, like, stuff like that was what made, like, that. those kind of long-form stories was what made that show really good. Yeah, and then it comes out that, like, she never really stole the fucking coin, the lucky coin. And then they became friends, and then... That's like the whole a, mythos thing was always that like like this dude's like full horseman of the apocalypse old. He's just like yeah. he's so old the fucking watchers can't don't realize like they don't know who he is. Yeah. Joe, the whole watcher, the the watchers basically going rogue and killing immortals themselves. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you had some really good stories, but it's just like, it's one of those shows that had a ton of episodes per season. Well, yeah, because it was back in the, when every show had to have 22 episodes. Yeah, because you, you got to get to that syndication number. Yeah, so like you had a lot of filler. So there was a lot of fucking filler episodes. And whole- it, but, it, but it also, it's a series where the filler episodes made sense because you would just like, of course, there's immortals being born all the time. So yeah. you would run in the, like, yeah, you could have an Immortal of the Week because there would be that many. And then you deal with, like, you had the one Immortal who trained dogs to attack. Yeah. Or to chase them, to get them winded, and then he'll come in for the fight. Um, I mean, it was, like, I, that's why I think a series like that now would work because, like, just the shit that you would have to see. Like, people would do crazy shit like that. Like, who's fucking running around learning how to fucking use a sword anymore? Yeah. Like, so you would have to, like, you these older, older fucking immortals having to go up against these young fucking immortals that don't know how to, like, they come up with all this other shit to fucking win. Like, I think a fucking remake right now would be no, really they, good. they wouldn't believe in the rules. They would just shoot that's you. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, yeah. yeah, you would deal with, you would be dealing with a lot of fucking, you know, that's why I think you would have to have, like, I think you would have to change the Lord where there is, like, some kind of repercussion for breaking certain, like, like no holy, like have like somebody actually kill somebody on holy ground and there actually be something that happens. Cause there wasn't, there's the, literally there's no, it's just an, a rule, like a safe haven is holy ground for some reason. There was never. And plus if you're our age growing up in like in the eighties and nineties and stuff like that, going back and watching that show, Oh, it's just There's fucking... There's so many, like, hey, it's that guy. Dude, just the fact Moments. that the guy from Fine Young Cannibals is, like, one of the best villains that show had. Yeah. is just fucking mind-blowing. <laughs> um, and the, it was a show made for syndication. The guy with the the Down Syndrome episode. Yeah. With the train. And he's been in a lot of... Like, that dude's been in... A ton of stuff. Yeah. He was the priest in Constantine. 
Was he? Was it not the same guy? I think so. No, well, I don't know. Unless he's really old, because he looks. Depending on how young he was in the yeah. Highlander series. I mean, that was a fucked up episode too. Like they did, they they did touch upon some shit that was. Yeah, Richie was like. Duncan basically told Richie, "It's like, hey, you can't protect him. Like, yeah, he can't like fight he, for himself. Like, he's he's somebody's gonna get it. Like, yeah, you, somebody's you gonna protect get him. him today, but yeah, eventually somebody's gonna eventually get him. somebody's gonna get him. And um, dude went out on his own and put his they tried in. to leave, and he still got the, like they didn't want the fu- his fucking quickening, and still ended up getting it. There's a fucking episode where in the first season where they get caught up in um they go to a courthouse to pay like some type of ticket or something like that and the girlfriend the artist girlfriend i can't remember her name um gets fucking basically hijacked it's like it's basically an episode of fucking die hard but highlander oh yeah i do i do remember that episode yeah and it's that classic fucking villain dude that plays a villain in a ton of movies Mm -hmm. uh Dude, the show was really good. It's just it is fuck. It is hard to sit down and watch after you've watched. Like I'm, I guess somebody who's never watched it would probably have an easier time. It's always funny because they they filmed it in Canada. Uh, I think in one, it's like the eastern. I he, mean the western. And Connor part drove of an all no Duncan drove an all black Thunderbird. Thunderbird, yeah. For a good chunk of it, it was earlier seasons until he moved to Paris, and then he started. Like for some reason they went to Paris because they moved the show to Paris. Yeah, but I think it had to do with like the tax break. If I remember right, it was the the like it was then cheaper to fucking record in Paris. So the reason why was because he had a a second antique place. Wait, didn't his antique place get destroyed and he left? Yeah, because what's her face dies. No, because I think she was in Paris with him. Really? I thought when it was buy, she died. When they bought the houseboat. No, I thought she died because she was never around. No, did she die in the first season? No. She's around for a lot longer than the first season. But yeah, that's no, basically I want to say they, she's, she was around for the houseboat. That's why they went to Paris because it was basically cheaper for them. Mm-hmm. Like, they gave them, it was cheaper for them to go film in Paris than it was canada so i seen on ebay over duncan's bed there's like this huge tapestry fucking thing hanging on the wall somebody on ebay supposedly that's that one that one from the from the set and he's selling it for like thousands of dollars it's like five thousand or six thousand no, it's way too late and it's way too late yeah. in that show's lifespan to get that kind of money for it um I wonder if those VHS box sets have to be worth some money, because mm. they couldn't have made a lot of those out in out in the wild. Because not a lot of people are buying those. Yeah, because they box sold them sets. in infomercials. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean that show is really good. That's some of the first uh, fan films that were on YouTube. Was Highlander, and then when people could readily pirate. After Effects, they became Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. But yeah, Highlander was the I, the first ones I remember watching. I remember watching a lot of like the mashup horror stuff. 
Jason, Freddy, Ash, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters versus Freddy, I think it was. Um, shit like that. Yeah, it's... To be able to go back in time and be like, tell myself to keep doing that shit and don't stop. Put more effort into it. I still want to do stuff. I, I just, I need to figure out what's going on with this fucking league. I fell this morning. I was half asleep. And I tried to stand because I got up to go to the bathroom and I didn't have my boot on, right? Because it's the middle of the fucking night. I go to stand up on, I go to pick up, I'm standing on this leg and I pick this one up. Just straight down. Whomp, like no, because I have no control over the ankle. I can't do this. Yeah. Just. So like. Five feet away from her. <laughs> fucking screaming my head off. Doesn't wake up. I'm like, God damn it. She's like, did you hit your head? I'm like, almost. Almost cracked my skull on the back of the damn toilet. <laughs> they, um. At work, I hit a box and fucking tumbled, and my foot stayed and bent, my toe bent in, and basically I gave myself turf toe. Mm-hmm. So I will never make fun of a fucking NFL player when they're out for a did couple it black, weeks. Did it the 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 knuckle turn black? Yep. Um, one of these before before the tornado. One of these I fell in the living room. I had socks on and I slipped and it did that. And the next morning I woke up and my fucking big toe was just, I, had a, I can't bend it anymore. Like I think it's this one. Like I can't bend that my big toe and it'll go like this, but it will not, the, that knuckle will not. I can bend con- anymore. I can kind of bend it. But when it first happened, I kind of got up because it's like that instant reaction mm-hmm. of like getting up and then, a couple seconds later, like that fucking pain. Dude, I'm so glad I can't feel shit. I can, I can only imagine. I couldn't fucking... I thought I broke my toe. I thought I had to go to the fucking emergency room. Um, But I realized it's like... I, I took off my shoe and I took off my sock and I looked at it and I'm like, well, it's not swelling. It just turns black. It's... It's that bruise. It didn't turn black until the next day. But I put ice on it. But there, I couldn't even remotely put weight on it at all for yeah, no, like a week god i don't i can't feel anything like it's still <laughs> it's still kind of tender my big toe mm-hmm. but yeah i'll just thank god i can't feel anything because i like that next morning i woke up and that bitch was black like i joke with her i'm gonna have to use your fucking scooter because i couldn't walk on, dude, on it, my, I can my only left ma- foot dude, i can only imagine like i can only imagine what this shit actually is supposed to feel like the best thing is like i put ice on it it felt fine but um it's one of those i would go to work and be on my feet the yeah, whole the time yeah the pressure on it yeah it's gonna yeah, make it hurt wasn't helping it yeah um dude it's fucking crazy shit uh i mean i think we're good we're at like two and a half hours yeah i think we're good so I'm never making fun of Deion Sanders ever again. Cause dude, you small dude, small things can fucking aggravate and nag the fuck out of you. That they motherfucker can. had turf toe like every season. <laughs> well, yeah, when It'll you be out and, forever. And the, whole, the whole thing is when you cutting like he does. Yeah. That your fucking toe grabs. 
I mean, people not mock shit like that. The smallest shit. Some of the psalms, the smallest shit can hurt like crazy. Hmm. Um. So probably next time we do this, hopefully I'll see Cocaine Bear, and then um, Infinity Pool. I want to see. I want to try to see that. See it. Hopefully it's on like Prime to rent. Hey, I think. Um, have you seen Ant Man yet? Not yet. I'm. I might try to see it. Or wait until it goes to Disney. Yeah. Well, we'll do when when you see that we'll do an episode because I mean that I really want to talk about that movie. Figure I might I might actually get off my ass and do a full review for it. Um. And so yeah, I think that's it for this week. Uh, I'm Wayne. That was Paul, and we'll see you later.